What is up? This is episode 300. Can you guys believe this? Movie Schmovie <laughs> 300. Insanity. It's happening right now. And yeah, Ronald, 10 years for you guys. 10 years. Literally to the week. Yeah. Like May 18th, really? 2011. Me, nice. Ronald, your basement, shit went down. That's what episode one, down. Insidious. Remember this? I did John, not like that movie. John, <laughs> episode 39. 39. On board. Dark Knight Part Rises. Part of the crew, rolling deep with John Walker. And we are here right now. You know how I found yeah. out that I was I was a permanent fixture on the show? The second episode you guys came over here to do, um, we did The Dark Knight Rises, and then you guys came over here to do another one. And when you introduced me for the second episode, Ronald said, and he is Permanente. <laughs> permanente. And I remember we both looked at him for a second, Steve. We both were like, oh, okay. Well, we're, we're okay. It's been decided. I don't think we ever discussed it outside of that, really. Or if really? Like, yeah, yeah, the whole. I mean, I think maybe you said, would you like to do more? And I said, any time. But it still was this question of like, are we literally now saying this is the plan every week? You know, and then, yeah. And then a beautiful thing. All began. to just find out today, John is basically here to tell us that he never wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> right. <again>. Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't want conflict and he just wanted to be very nice. And, John, we thank you yeah. for coming on yeah, board man. and upping the game from that point forward man third yeah. man i can't believe it i know 10 years man it's pretty special man i, I i've loved doing this podcast with you guys man. it's a lot of fun and yeah it, it's 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 the last year for all the shit that has come and hit the fan and you know everybody's gone through so much so many challenges everything like it, it silver linings we talk about them on the podcast still all the time mm. we try to look fine and find them but for sure, one of them is the podcast has gone basically every week for the entire last year and um, with a couple, you know, spots here and there. But we're averaging basically a podcast a week, which is something I don't know that we ever did as consistently before the pandemic hit. Um, we, we did. And, we were weekly for a while, but never, I don't think, as regularly as this. Like we've maybe yeah, had yeah, one yeah. or two little stops in that time where we went a f more than more than a week, really, without a new yeah. episode. So that's and it's that's, just. Yeah. It's just amazing, you know, and and I think that it's it's kind of given us opportunity to do episodes on things that we never got to do before, you know, like kind of yeah. going through these these series of these franchises that, you know, the watch them all idea is, you know, something we've always talked about. And we did a little bit. We did a couple series here and there, but like, we've been able to do it more in the last year. And we're in the middle of, you know, doing the Nightmare on Elm Street one right now. You know, we've been doing the Marvel Schmarvel spinoff on YouTube as an exclusive, you know, when the Marvel properties are coming out on Disney Plus or in theaters anything like that. It's just been a really fun year and uh fun decade and crazy that we've done 300 episodes of something that basically started in the back of house at an Apple store and, yeah. you know, went from there to Ronald's basement, then to my bedroom and then to John's basement and now to each of our respective homes yeah. digitally <laughs> over zoom. Yeah. But, um, you know, soon enough, hopefully we'll be able to get back in some sort of, you know, same space recording situation and, you know, celebrate that as well. But right now, episode 300, amazing. Guys, I love you. Thank you for doing this with me. Yes, yes. I, I, I love too, you guys man. too. And it's like you guys, it, it it sneaks up on you when you do something long enough and people that go from like, 
people you know, to people you hang out with, to people yeah. that you really think are friends, to then you start realizing that's like a high point of your of your week. Yeah, and especially right. during this time, it's like, not only is this a high point, this has been, you guys have been my major social outlet, really, through this. Because I've seen, Absolutely. I've had, other people have kind of come in and out. We've had little things we've done to try to touch base and projects and everything have happened. But yeah. no, this is like, this is the only regular hang that's even on my calendar, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's to the point where when I when it's not happening, or for whatever reason, we're not sure, I start to get that, like, I get a little antsy, like, what are, what are Ronald and what are Ronald and Steve going to think of this? And I hope I'm not the only one who feels this way or whatever. You know, it's something right, that's right, on right. my mind. And really what's great yeah. is it does allow me to kind of like hit eject if I realize I'm about to bore the shit out of my wife talking to her about some some movie that's coming out or something that I've rewatched right, or whatever. Right. I realize, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, there's a couple of guys who at least... Uh, politely feign interest rather than my wife yeah. who just rolls her eyes audibly you know they make a scraping <laughs> yeah. sound she does it so hard yeah. but no it's awesome I, awesome this is great to have an outlet everyone should have an outlet like this and was, yeah go ahead, ronald uh, um i was thinking you know this is this is a with the pandemic and everything it was something that could have destroyed our situation you know yeah. to be completely honest um but in the words of dirty dancing nobody puts baby in the corner and we we made a situation even better. Like, you know, right. we, we've done festivals, we've covered things that we, you know, thank you to some of the, the networks that have shared their content with us. We've gotten into this interviews. situation. Yeah, and the interviews. <clears throat> we interviewed fucking Jonathan Tucker. By yeah. the way, I'm, I'm watching Snowfall now. Oh, yeah. He's so, so good, good in He's that so show. Good in that show. <laughs> yeah, so um, <clears throat> we covered things that I never thought we'd ever cover. And, and you know, it. I would not want to do it with anybody besides you guys. Like it, it makes me so happy when we yeah. do something new, something that challenges us. That's that's the best part about life is your reaction to to okay. So the only thing that really separates a good person from an asshole is their uh reaction to change, their reaction to inconvenience. And you know, we've been inconvenienced quite a bit during during this pandemic and we made the best of it. So yeah, for yeah. sure. I would even I say like, we've weathered those few times. There's been a point where, like you said, like it got a little more difficult or schedules were conflicting or life was doing something. And we, you know, this yeah. could have, I mean, you know, I joke all the time that like the only reason that you keep doing something is because no one's stopping you. And like, you know, you like this is something we're doing on our own cognizance. So it's like it. Nope, nobody's asking us. Nobody's making it. It's like the engine is us, right? But like, yeah. you know, the things that don't mean shit to you, they fall by the wayside. Relationships, projects whatever right. it is, interests, right. they fall by the wayside. So when you look back on, you know, a decade um, uh, and say, like, why has this stayed with me? It's like, okay, because it adds something to my life. It means something to me. Um, and, you know, I, I love the idea that listeners or viewers now are getting something out of it, too. But honestly, uh, I mean, people out there may have been able to tell, it really doesn't... Weird. <laughs> this is the same whether there's three people listening or whether there's 300 people listening or 3,000 sure, sure. or whatever. And I think yeah. that is the thing that might be what makes this what makes this special. So, I mean, I just love that I have two men in my life who uh, kind of are like good influences and it's like a, it's a, it's positive. It's just a, I don't know. I, I, yeah. You guys, I mean, I'm sure it sounds like you might know, but I'll tell you, I don't know that anybody can know how much I treasure this, <clears throat> this thing that we have. So. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, and it's something that, you know, when we look back over the last 10 years, you know, we've all kind of come and gone from certain jobs you know, we bought house. Some of us bought houses. Your your son is now a teenager, John. I have two kids. Yes. Ronald, you're married. I'm married. We have a house. Like so much has happened to us personally that we've been able yes. to share with one another and talk about on this podcast. And, you know, really kind of what started the podcast was 
that connection that we had at the Apple store and just talking about movies all the time. And just really like John was saying, knowing that like, there's a person that I love talking with this about that I have the privilege of talking to weekly about. So, and that's something that, you know, among all the adversity and challenges and even the successes and the celebrations that we've had, you know, on some sort of regular schedule for 10 years and 300 episodes, really more, I guess, than 300 episodes, we've had some point yeah. fives. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just the idea that that's been that consistent and over 10 years in, and in some cases, the, one of the most consistent things in our lives um, is just something we should all celebrate. And I'm glad we're getting together to do that together today. And, you know, the idea for the episode beyond us talking amongst ourselves, um, looking back over, you know, the last 10 years and thinking about what our singular choice is for like the best movie, best TV show, best piece of entertainment that we've had um, over the last 10 years. You know, John had this great idea to have some of our past guests on, you know, so we reached out we got everybody scheduled up. Everybody was so kind to dedicate 15, 20 minutes of their time. Um, everybody's lives are busy. So thank you to everyone who we are going to have on the show. You'll see them here shortly, but past guests, you know, filmmakers, personal friends, you know, past employee, uh, 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 co-workers and that became friends just like a, we are now a boss someone who <clears throat> a worked boss. over us actually yeah who kind of brought us together in a strange way he was like yeah. nudging and, us but towards he, each but he other. had that special thing where he was never like yeah he never really felt like a no boss. i only say that because it's he kind had, of funny he had something you know? special it right, is right, you're right yeah. you're right but yeah it's it's a great approach to celebrating something is to bring in the people that have shared it with us in in some sort of frequency over the last 10 years so um, it'll be really fun, and, and we're going to get them in here shortly. But we'll probably talk about our picks uh, at the end of the show, But because um, we're pretty excited to get everybody. We have people waiting in a Zoom waiting room right now, um, but we're going to kind of get them on here. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to mention real quick or say before we bring our first friend of the pod on, and then uh, we'll, we'll jump into that? Just that I'm John. I'm Steve. I'm Ron. And there you go. <laughs> yeah, it is. And this right here coming into the episode is... Our first guest. Let's go. Look at this. this. Hey, 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 now. Brandon Lescure. What's up, man? What up? Man. Good to see you, man. Jason (laughs) takes Manhattan in the background. I love it. Yeah, man. (laughs) This is my, like, pride and joy. Like, like if the house is burning, you know how like when the yeah like if the house is burning down, you got those five things you're grabbing. Like <laughs> this is one of them. Is yeah, it? yeah. I feel like you mentioned that like poster when you were on the podcast a while ago. Yeah, so it's nice to see that. Yeah, this boy. is in my office now. So <laughs> nice, man. Okay. Yeah. How are you? How's everyone? Pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, man. It's I'm good. good, man. Good. Your hair looks fucking incredible. Like, <laughs> thank you. It's illustrious. Your hair it's, looks. You look like- your hair looks uh, gone. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's called. No, no, yeah. I, I said before we started this nice skull because that's what you're you're really complimenting when you yeah. say that to somebody. It's like good good head you have a shape, nice shape you know? of your skull. Oh, dude, I, like yeah. it. I am so fucking terrified of going bald because I do, I've got a bad head, bro. I got a yeah. I got a bad head, man. Look at this cereal box here. It's like thin and tall. Yeah, it's gonna, I'm, I'm going to look like an Easter Island head when it when it all goes. Oh, your <clears throat> dude, yours is not going anywhere, man. You're going to be like one of those 90 year old guys with like a full head of hair. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the pillow over your face because I'm going to be mad at you <laughs> for it. Let's put you out of your misery. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right. I just like having a fan, you know, As I, even if I'm laying there in a bed and I've been hobbled and things are turning for the worse. It's like, it's just nice to be appreciated. Someone yeah. out there. Yeah, cares. yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, Even if he's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad that John is still in his spooky, like haunted, like basement. Yeah, I know. Isn't this? Yeah. <laughs> he never comes out of there. It's just the constant. No, they don't let me out. You yeah. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> Like we have a door now that they, that's big enough to slide a little metal tray with like you know bread and and beans and stuff on it. So good, so I'm good. Happy. I'm glad. I'm glad bread and beans is what fuels you. <laughs> yeah. So so Brandon, I looked when you were last on the show. It was episode one sixty five. This right. was in uh, it was uh, June twenty seventh two thousand and sixteen, and we were on talking about your short film at the time. And I believe the topic we covered was at the time Conjuring two was a recent movie, and we were talking about kind of the modern state of horror. Yeah. And I know that you were. I mean, I can see from the posters in the background, maybe you still identify as a as a horror filmmaker or a, or a horror buff. But I know that you had, your short that you were on the show to talk about was a horror short. So I don't know, maybe catch us up a little bit with what's been happening since, since the, you know, just recap the last six years, if you can, quickly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have that down into like 15 words or less. Um, yeah, so moved to L.A., hated it, came back to, to, to Baltimore, started a film production company, produced 15 are so movies since then a lot of them wow. a lot of them horror uh, i have not directed since the since the back page officially i ghost directed a movie i'm not allowed to say which movie i actually ghost directed because someone else's movie someone else is named as the director but they didn't do anything uh, wow <laughs> um i did ghost. this is brutal so i did ghost direct a movie but uh which sometimes you got to do as a producer the movie needs to get made um uh, but no, I've produced like 15 movies. I just worked on a, a, a film called uh, Strawberry Mansion, which uh, was fortunate enough to get into Sundance, uh, which is like fantastic. Um, it, it, mostly because it like ruined like a whole like Christmas of my life to make that movie. <laughs> and so I, at the time when I was making it, I was like, oh my God, what, what am I doing here for like the money and like the like the time at christmas and now it's in sundance so i'm like yeah i'll ruin every fucking christmas if i can get into Sundance. yeah yeah like yeah, i'll ruin dude. them all i'll ruin christmas i'll ruin kwanzaa i'll ruin them all to get into <laughs> into into more sundances so um but yeah uh so, congratulations on that man thank yeah, you that's thank awesome you. that's great yeah so really yeah cool. film production company still going great commercials uh narrative films very fortunate the whole thing is, and my entire career is built on the back of, of the back page, which is just a dumb 30 minute horror film that I self-produced a number of years ago. So moral of the story, if you have listeners who want to be a filmmaker, um, go for it. Because if you have enough willpower and you have enough um, like drive and talent, you, you can actually do it. It's awesome. Last time I was on this show, I was a mailman. And now I make a living. I make a better living as a filmmaker than I did last time I was on this show. That's, so that's you're great. saying that you owe your career to movie schmovie. That's what I heard, right, yeah. guys? I mean, yeah, we're all clear on that. Like. Yes, absolutely. Cool, awesome. Well, I mean, go us. <laughs> hey, gay, yeah. Ronald, Steve, congratulations. We did. Ghost directed your career. You're not. We influenced somebody. You're not getting any. <laughs> you're not going to get any points on my. <laughs> I'll give you my gross, my net grosses, but. I'll send you a Christmas card next year. <laughs> That's okay. awesome. That's really Sounds awesome. Good, Something though. physical is just great to see these days. But uh, you know, the, one of the questions, or the question, the big yeah. question of the moment for you is: This is our tenth anniversary episode. Um, 
we're thinking about, I mean, it's hard to think about a decade of movies, but yeah. So it's a, sort of a deliberately impossible question. What is your favorite? And since we talk about television shows on this, we kind of expanded it to say movie or television show, but like your favorite kind of, you know, filmed narrative uh, of the last 10 years. And there's no way that can be a true answer, but something is going to feel right. So I'd love to hear what, what you have to say about that. Yeah. So I'm going to my notes. Um, I have, I have <laughs> so I came up with a short list. Um, these are things that would be on it, but I don't know. But like once I narrowed it all down, I, I have my choice. So short list would be Midnight in Paris, Mad Max Fury Road, La La Land, Midsummer, and Mission Impossible Fallout. I think those are all amazing movies of the last 10 years for all the reasons. But my favorite film of the last 10 years uh, uh, and something that blew me away when I first saw it and continues to blow me away every time I see it um, is Green Room. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's so a great good. pick. Yeah. Uh, Unanimously yeah. across the board. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Love this movie. Guys, Brandon has good taste. Did you he does. that? He does. I do. That's weird. Okay. I do. Uh, pay no attention to the... To the... <laughs> <laughs> Block it out. <laughs> I've got a great taste. Yeah. Yeah. Great taste. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Uh, What's do you want? Do you want me to talk about it? How do you want? Yeah, yeah, talk yeah, a little yeah. bit Tell about why. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. we are all fans yeah. of the movie. Yeah. But yeah. What what made it jump ahead of the pack for you? Okay, so personally, for for me, uh, like uh, subjectively speaking, I think the movie really hit home to me because, like, and I know Steve, you you might feel the same way. Is that like I came from a music background before, like I did any uh, right. of the filmmaking. I think like I have never seen a movie about like independent musicians that nailed the feeling of like rolling up in your van to a show to a town that you know nothing about no one gives one fuck about you your show yeah. got canceled the day before <laughs> you 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 literally are you all you need is like enough money to get you to the next show and gas money so like right. this is like just like fuck it let's just play this skinhead bar uh, to just like get enough money to get home, like the e uneasy feelings of like, uh, like it's just me and my band against the entire world. Um, they mm. nail it, and like so, so for for me immediately, I was just I fell in love with the movie before it like even like started pretty much because I've just never seen a movie that just felt like what it's actually like to be in a band with people, like you know. Um, where you don't really get along and like, uh, you know, but you, you kind of, all, all you have is each other. Love, love it. Uh, and just yeah. like, there's like, it nailed the fact, like, like the feeling of like rolling your equipment into the, into like the bar, the venue for the first time. And everyone's kind of looking at you like, Oh, there's that out of town band. Like wonder what they're going to sound like. They're probably a bunch yeah. of assholes. Like, like the, the, the feeling and, and like in your head, you're the musician. You're just like, look at these fucking schmucks. I can't wait until they see me take the stage and they know what this is about. Like, you know, like that's what they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had that swagger when they walked in, they knew that the crowd was going to like, you know, I loved it. So, but so um, like, you know, uh, subjectively speaking, the movie hit me like, like ton of bricks that way. But objectively speaking, like, I think it's a fantastic movie. It's probably, uh, it's beautifully shot. Um, it has fantastic performances, uh, shot on like such a tiny shoestring budget. I think that movie was like less than, less than 5 million. Um, I don't know how they got Patrick Stewart to, to be in the movie, let alone, <laughs> let alone Patrick Stewart to be in this movie playing like a skinhead Nazi. 
Um, he he's he's absolutely amazing. Um, who doesn't want to watch Nazis like like get fucked up too? Like like this is a, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. I, I yeah. so um I had a uh, like kind of like a, a movie marathon at my house uh, for for Halloween with some close friends and um I put Green Room on the on the 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 like playlist and like everyone no one had seen the movie before wow. besides um besides myself and like it's such an easy i realized like you know you have friends over who haven't seen a movie who knows if they're all gonna like it it's such a it's such an easily digestible film to get into because it's so easy to root against nazis like, like oh my god yeah, so true yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and like the first five minutes, whatever it is of the movie, does this great job, like a Pixar level job of what you just described: setting up the band dynamic, setting up the rolling into the unfamiliar situation, setting yeah. up the the aimless day of waiting between shows, finding out a show is canceled. We're going to pick something up. We're in a town we don't, you know, like you said, we we're only here because one guy said come here. It's like no, all of that. The, and, and you said it. It's the um, uh, we we don't always get along, but when outsiders come around, we we are a unit, you know, uh, yep, it's yeah. us against yeah. them, but when it's just us, it's us against us. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a great yeah. setup for it, a, for a story. For exactly. Sure, so. Cause there was in internal like, like issues, but at the end of the day, like the band sets those things aside to fight the external issues. Um, yeah. which, which I, I, I love. Um, I also, you were so much scarier in the dark. I mean, come on. Such, God, that's a great line. Such yeah. a great line. Yeah. And I guess I didn't even talk of Anton Yelchin, it's I, I feel like it's, yeah. it's his best performance that that I feel like it's his best performance. Agreed. Um, and which is, is so like heartbreaking that like he this was a guy who was coming into his own. I think he's like a guy who like Hollywood tried to like make as like kind of like a young like DiCaprio leading man who knows where he could go. He's not that he's a character actor. I think he's fucking fantastic in this movie. And, and like, I wish that he like, he was still here because I think like the, the green room and some of his other last, like late performances were really showing that this guy was going to take off and like do great things, you know? Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, man. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say that I, you know, I'm, I haven't been in a band, uh, but I have been in areas that felt incredibly unsafe mm -hmm. and, it reminds me of the Warriors. If the Warriors took place in one place, you know that that sense of like I have to make it from point A to point B, but everybody between those two places wants to kill me. Yeah, is such a, a urgent. But I don't think it got. To, I don't think the Warriors got to the urgency quite as quickly, and this did it in a way that I just. I I would my heart was racing the whole film. I was like, man, these guys are somebody's gonna die. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, when, uh, that, really... when I had that like my movie marathon, and I was just like, "All right, I hope my friends like this." It was like yeah. you could hear a pin drop in the room during the entire film. Oh. Everyone's like, I got to watch like a, a room full of people like experience the heart attack that I experienced the first time I saw saw Green Room mm. alone, w which was just like, "Oh my God, what is going to happen? Are these dogs really going to do this? Or is <laughs> is this really going to be this brutal?" Like. Like wh who's yeah. gonna get out of this, you know, and how? Like, such it's a heart attack of a film. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a great pick, Brandon, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, there's so much we could talk about. Maybe we'll have Ren back. We'll have you back for a whole episode uh, please, at some point. Please in, in the do. Near, near future, I want to so. come back. Yes. As obviously, I can I can talk about 
anything for an extended amount of time <laughs> talking. Well, seriously, thanks. Thanks for making time for this. And thanks for, uh, for picking such a great movie. I, I watched that again recently with my family. Uh, neither of my son's 13, my wife had never seen it. And it was like you said, I just kind of knew like, this is a safe bet, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, c- congratulations to you guys for, for, you know, hitting this milestone. Like this is, thanks, man. you know, most podcasts don't make it past like 12 <laughs> oh. thanks man yeah yeah it's funny like the, the 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 pandemic has like kind of refueled everything like we've been pumping yeah. out episodes every week we got here sooner than we thought we would so it's uh it's yeah. a really exciting time to be uh at 300 and and thank you for sure for coming back and congratulations yeah, on the production man. company and all that you've done in five years basically it's ridiculous man it's amazing so keep it up yeah. man yeah thank yeah. you thank you all right man all right take Bye-bye. care see you guys we'll talk soon take care guy you too That's good. That's good seeing Brandon, man. It's been a yeah, while, man. man. I see I see him posting all the time about the stuff he's working on, and all of it looks really so interesting. Good. Yeah. I just I had to follow up with him. I don't really know how to see any of it. I tried to see the yeah. one he mentioned at Sundance when we were when we were I meant to I was gonna ask mention that to him, but I didn't for time I didn't. But uh when we were doing the Sundance thing, I tried to get tickets to that premiere he had, the strawberry uh yeah. what, strawberry mansion or or, or yeah. whatever the title of that was booked up immediately it was gone yeah it was, it was instantly gone. sold out yeah so and sundance didn't do what south by did where you know they yeah. had like the unlimited kind of thing so yeah we should follow up with him man. we should uh find out how we can see some of the stuff he's been pumping out and maybe uh talk about it on the on the pod at, at, at a future episode well guess who's waiting in the waiting room our next guest that is mike finazzo there he is. Ah, uh, there's his name. Are we gonna get his video? name with no spaces? <laughs> no, Mike. Michael Finazzo. Hey! There he is. Hey, Finazzo. Obviously, Mike in some Finazzo. kind of storage room. Are, are you being kept in there? Michael? No, uh, this is uh, my my daughter's taking a nap, and I told my oh. wife that. Uh, I told Laura, I was like, I have to go to the basement, and she's like, Why? And I was like, Cause I have to do a podcast. And uh, yeah, I don't want to wake my daughter up, so I'm staying out of my office, which is next door to uh, (laughs) to her nursery. So it's so nice to see your faces, guys. Yes, same with you. You too, man. Yeah, how how's everybody doing? Congratulations, by the way, on this milestone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations to you too. Speaking of your daughter, I mean. Speaking of beautiful faces, like your baby yes. is adorable, man. Thank and you. your photography takes is, after is Laura, amazing as well. She's You've, gorgeous. Yeah, Thanks. she's got the advantage of like a filmmaker father to make it seem like this is just the most perfect kid ever. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Right. It's funny when I get uh, pictures of nieces and nephews that are uh, a little Shitty, more like bad unfortunate looking, and you know maybe out of focus. And uh, I'm like, oh, that's nice. But yeah, no, it's one of those things too, where I know my daughter is really cute and what people say, and I'm just like, yeah, she is. Yeah. Thanks. I feel like I should be like humble. And if anybody says anything positive about me, I'm just like, oh no, you don't have to say that. But when they say something about her, I'm like, yeah, she's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my wife and I used to say like, oh, oh, we're so lucky. He got like all of our features that we wanted him to get Uh, and none of the ones we didn't want him to get. But what we don't say between us, but we both know is what we mean is he looks just like you, Nikki. Uh, we are lucky that we <laughs> we have attractive wives, John. Um, yeah. <laughs> our fathers, our, everyone took us aside and said the gene pool is, you know, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, that's funny. 
At any uh, rate, well, you know, I, I made a note. The last time you were on the show, you've been on twice with us. Uh, you mm-hmm. were on in uh, 2016, uh, April 30th, on episode 160, to talk about films about artists. And I believe that was in reference to you had your movie Wit's End, yeah, with yeah. starring Jason Weems. That was our basis for that. And then you were on again in 2018 to talk about uh, Bored in the USA, the movie you made that I provided the score to. Um, mm-hmm. But that was also to talk about Slice of Life films. And that yeah, was in yeah. June of, of 18. So yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. tell us what the last two and a half years, I have a feeling I know what some of that is, but yeah, sounds like the kid and COVID and everything yeah. might have filled that time. What's, but what's, what? what's it been like for you since 18? I was thinking, because uh, one of the last like social things I did, John, was I went over your house and hung out till like four o'clock in the morning and we recorded podcasts that no one ever heard. Yes. Those are still coming, uh, okay. but, but uh, yeah, haven't... Uh, that podcast got put on hiatus because yeah. I needed to bank a bunch of episodes, and then the bottom fell out, and people don't come to houses to record yeah. podcasts. Because I think so, it was yeah, like, yeah. How, would you remember when was that? Because I think it was like February or something, or it was like it, right before it all. It was. Because yeah, yeah, it was like really yeah. nice, and it was like uh, I always <laughs> love it when we hang out anyway, and it was. Uh, yeah, and uh, you were one of the last people I saw. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, S- same with these guys. I feel like you were over here recording an episode within like you know a short period before, but you realize yeah. 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 now that yeah. seems like a long time ago. Like, what's it going to be like it when was. people start yeah. tromping around in your house again? <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Uh, it's nuts, guys. And I, I feel I listen to uh, I listen to the show. Um, I don't want to oh. I don't want to brag, you know, but uh, Thanks, you're the only <laughs> local podcast I listen to, so you're in rarefied <laughs> well, air you, and. One of them in the early parts of COVID, Ronald said that uh, if anyone came up to him or close to him not wearing a mask, he was going to kick them in the face. And that's a sentiment that I relate to and have spent the last, you know, 14 months or whatever it's been feeling. I feel like when I, because I have to go to work sometimes now. And Mm. I, I saw somebody like wearing a mask with their nose popping out which is one of my peeves. And I, I, I acted like they were like from the walking dead or something. And (laughs) it it is so weird. You put a screwdriver like suspiciously easily into their head and then they fell down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just weird that like this kind of stuff, like on zoom used to be so weird for me and uncomfortable for all of us. And now this is normal and seeing people is like, fucked up. I don't know. So true. So true. But yeah, the last, it's weird. Um, no, go ahead, Ronald. Um, weird to think about, man. You did Wits End. Uh, Jason Weems had that crazy situation with like almost passing away in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I like I uh, I did his return show when mm-hmm. he, he uh, did a show with Pierre in uh, the Enter. Jesus, why can't I remember? Oh, uh, Exit the Apple Art Space. And then I rewatched Wits End, and it that movie like hit me like a ton of bricks, man. Seeing him in motion, because yeah. you know he's 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 well now, but like, God, that was a crazy situation. Yeah, you, so and you captured this. Yeah, and that oh, was sorry. weird. No, sorry, um, this is the unfortunate thing about Zoom too. Is I'm going to interrupt all of you individually. <laughs> um, but it's welcome. Yeah. It, uh, so the Weems thing, right before he had his medical stuff, we filmed his little part for Board in the USA. Um, and we, uh, we were still filming while he was dealing with that stuff, but yeah, so I was one of the people that helped track down his wife in the middle of the night when that was all wow. happening. 
just because no one could get a hold of her. And, um, yeah, finally, like, I got a hold of his friend, Brian, who lived nearby, and he went and knocked on our door. But it was weird because then, like, so it wasn't that first show, but I ended up opening for him somewhere, and we carpooled. And it was weird to have us fill in each other but fill in parts we didn't know about what happened yeah, that night. in that story. Yeah, because like, he was telling me, like, stuff that I just never had any contact of or anything. And he, like, he like knew I got a hold of his wife and talked to her on the phone eventually. But he didn't know how we were all trying to, like, track people down. It was me and Russ Green and uh, Haywood, uh, who I know you know Ronald. And yeah, yeah. We, yeah, so it was weird to be, like, on that side of it, too. And to see him since mm. then and talk to him since then. It is, everything is in a different light. It is really yeah. strange, and I'm just glad you helped he's okay. save his life, man. Well, I, I, I'm not going that far, but yeah, it is just yes. weird to. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody that you came on here and said you're a hero for saving yep. Justin Weems' life. <laughs> yeah, I. You know when I watched the special, I was like, couldn't even get a special thanks in the credits. You know, I was, <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, I was I mean, looking for it, Mike. It wasn't there. I, I understand people helped film the special, but you know, if it wasn't for this guy. No, um, no, I'm just saying, sorry. I love that guy. He, he is yeah, no, like, great. And what a great special too. Yeah, it was. And I'm glad you guys talked great about special. it too. It is yeah, really a yeah. great special. And he's just one, you know how like some people, you know, like John, you know, this with music and Steve, you know, this with music and Ronald, obviously with Tommy, like you meet some people and even without seeing them perform or whatever, you just can be around them for a few minutes and go, you should be famous or you yeah. should oh, like totally and weems is like that for me like he just has like yes. and milner who was born in the usa like they have like special qualities that it goes beyond like being a good actor or a good comedian or a good musician it's just there's just like this presence and charisma and yeah weems is just the most talented dude i know and you know yeah. everyone should I believe they call it, it the it factor yeah yeah, yeah. of course weems has got it yeah. well um we've Got it, but we've only got a few minutes to talk about it. Uh, we gave you the impossible task of picking your favorite movie or TV show of the last 10 years, as though you can even do that. I don't know if you're good at picking favorites or if this was a struggle for you, but within a few minutes of me suggesting it, you said, I've got the movie. So Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, yeah, it's interesting because like, part of me wants to pick one of my little artsy-fartsy movies that no one heard hear, has heard of and you guys roll your eyes or whatever. Uh, or I thought about naming one of my own movies because I'm like, they're there not the best, but like I love them. But um, no, it's easy. Or I almost uh, threw up a uh, hillbilly elegy just to make myself laugh, <laughs> and laugh. And then Ronald would act like it's good. And I would text John later and be like, what the fuck's wrong with Ronald for saying hillbilly elegy got merit? But, <laughs> but no, um, uh, the movie that it was obvious for me because uh, this movie I've seen in the movie. Th- I saw the movie theater three times. Each time it got better. I saw it in three different types of spaces. I know all three of you guys love this movie too. Um, Get Out is my favorite movie of the last 10 years. And mm. Nice. It's, it, to me, it's yes. not even close either. Like I, I think of that too. And I know that whenever I, I, I see like the best movies of the decade list that came out like a year ago, like social networks, great. And there's so many like really strong movies and there's so many great artists putting out their best work over the last 10 years, but Get Out's a perfect movie. And I think that there's a reason why I saw that, like I said, I saw that movie in three different movie theaters, and it was like, one was like a matinee during a weekday with ten people, one of them was in like a mostly black audience on a Saturday night, and then one of them was like, I just, you know, I really wanted my wife to see it, we saw it like in like, 
I think it was like mostly like tweens or something seeing it. And, and it's a reason uh, why the movie translates in all these different ways. And then even like when the movie came out, I was talking to my in-laws who were 60 something year old, you know, white people who you would yeah. think are the Bradley Whitford and uh, Catherine Keener characters, but we're just like, <laughs> we saw, have you heard of this movie? Get out. It's amazing. And the fact that wow. like it translates to that many different people and types of people yeah. like that movie is just really special. And I also love movies that when you see them, only a specific person or artist could have made, you know, that thing. And Jordan yeah. Peele is just like such a, an amazing filmmaker and, to come out with that movie right out of the gate. It's so special and so cool. Yeah, I think I think I think what's special about that is it's a great pick, by the way. It's definitely on a short list for me. But um it's like such a rare thing for that movie. Like a movie like that to come along, it, it's it is lightning in a bottle. Like, you know, a, a person like Jordan Peele kind of subverting what everybody thinks about him, you know, in, in the comedy world and and Key and Peel and anything he had done prior to that. And to think about what it did for his career, to think about what it's done for Daniel's career, you know, who just won an Oscar last weekend, you know, it's this, mm -hmm. and it's just like, there hasn't been a movie. It, it would, I'd probably argue it is the one that in the last 10 years has probably been the most zeitgeist movie that I can watch over and over again. And I agree is a perfect movie because, yeah. you know, it just has something to say at a period in time and it's perfectly cast it's perfectly written. I mean, it's he won an Oscar for the screenplay for mm -hmm. that movie. You know, it, it is just a picture. gem. You're absolutely yeah. right. It should have. Because that's going to be but, the movie um, people still talk about in 30 years. You're at, and, and that's key. That's yeah. a great point. And I think you're right. And I think, uh, yeah, wow. What a movie. And, and to just announce the arrival of someone like Jordan Peele and what he's doing with Monkey Paw. Like everything he touches really is like, we always talk about it on the podcast. It's like anything he's associated with. We have to see yeah. it immediately and because it, something about it will be interesting. Yeah. And you know what? The, the two things about that, and you're, I think you're spot on, Steve, about it being the most zeitgeisty movie. This is how you know he's a true artist and is building something special. His next movie is already on a studio calendar for a summer yeah. release, and it's called The Untitled Jordan Peele Project. Very, true, <laughs> very few directors have that. Like, That's uh, true. Nolan has that. Paul Thomas Anderson has that in a different way. But the fact that like a summer movie schedule is going to be built around any director is pretty crazy. The other thing, yeah. and I thought my wife actually made, when I was talking to her about Get Out, because I told her about John texting me about this podcast, is the fact that when you you know something is good when you see it imitated a billion times in good and bad oh, yeah. ways, and we've Hell, seen yeah. so many horror trailers or uh, social horror trailers. Just the fact that that's a genre now shows how special yeah. Get Out is. Like she's read books yeah. that like um, like novels that you're like, oh, this is like so Get Out esque. Like it's become its own <laughs> genre in a way. It's, it's an adjective. Or, yeah, yeah, like Jordan Peele stuff has become like so imitated in just a short period of time. Like that's how you know how yeah, special, special it is. Yeah, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. That, the yeah. fact that pe people say like uh, you're in a sunken place. That there were like think pieces like is Kanye West in no, the no, no, place? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, just that. It's just insane. that. Yeah, you know, that's whatever you call that. That face screenshot. It, I really felt awkward when John just said that to Ronald. I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was weird. weird. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, I get what you were saying. Uh, but the fact that in our lifetimes, two two sayings have become like regular things in the Matrix and in the Sunken Place. 
those are two things that people just rattle off as random like oh yeah, yeah. You know, i was yeah. in the matrix you know or he was in the matrix or it was in the matrix it's become and pop culture place, shorthand heard, like yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally i hear sunken place constantly so yeah you're right man that's a powerful movie great pick uh, well, Mike, it's awesome to see you. We would love to have you come back and do a whole episode with us when we have a little more time to stretch out Please. and really just ramble. Can, can I just but, say uh, one thing? for making time for this. Can I say one? Oh, of Absolutely. course, man. I just want to say yes. one thing really, really quick. Um, I genuinely uh, consider all three of you guys friends. I uh, love you to death. I love the show. Yeah. I've known Ronald forever through stand-up, and I always, uh, probably like 10 years at this point, and uh, I remember seeing him at open mics and thinking he was funny. I was like, you know what I like about that guy? He's like the only local comedian without a podcast. And <laughs> and then my friend Chris and he La- fucked that up. Yeah, my friend Chris Lamartina, Chris Lamartina was on this show, and I listened to it, not knowing anything about the show. And John did the interview. And uh-huh. I was like, this is a good show. Let's listen to more. And then I listened to the next one, and Ronald was on it. It took me half the episode to think, like, oh, that's my friend. <laughs> and no idea. And um, That's awesome. Because at the beginning of the show, you just say, hi, I'm Steve, yeah. I'm John, I'm Ronald. And I'm like, who's this Ronald guy? I, I try to wait <laughs> until as late in, in, as possible in every new relationship to reveal that I do podcasts. Because I kind of right. feel like it has that, like, the, the fear you have is that, like, everybody thinks you're walking up to them going, you want to be on my podcast? You <laughs> but the truth is, yeah. if you meet someone interesting, it is kind of like, oh, gosh, I, I bet that'd be a pretty good. I kind of want to have them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for always being such a good get, uh, Mike. And thank we'll definitely you, we'll definitely talk again soon. You look great, and uh, yeah, yeah congrats on that beautiful baby and that, congrats, that beautiful man. life. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Take you, care. Man. Yeah, love, love you, too, man. You good too. seeing you. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey, Mikey. Guess who was waiting in the waiting room? Jason Conti. Oh my God! Oh, we are just wow. wham bam. Bring him in, John. <laughs> and Let's go. It is the is. one and only. Hey. Oh crap. Uh-oh. Cass Conti. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm at my dad's house. You know. Oh hey, there he is. <laughs> hey. Hey. Man. You changed your name. Wrong guy. <laughs> Cass. Cass, I like Cass. Yes, Cass. Cass. Nice. Cool. <clears throat> nice to see you guys. It's great you to see too, you too, man. You're looking great. Yeah, I've been traveling all day long, so forgive me if I look a little disheveled and stuff. But, you know, uh, nice to see you guys. It's been way too long for sure. Yeah, you totally bro. look like you're in your parents' house. I am totally. <laughs> yeah. I love the. the, the <laughs> There's a certain kind of street. chandelier that people yeah. just don't buy yeah. anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Is no, that a piano great. under the chandelier? Oh, is, that a, is that a white piano? piano under the chandelier? Yeah. That's absolutely. Wow. Oh, man. Are your parents Liberace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am i coming through okay or yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. sound great yeah no, sound good man. gotcha man we're just yeah. gonna can we just smile at each other for 15 minutes because this is like <laughs> a great reunion this is it's a good time, time man it's been too long it's kind of worth it so john is that your basement after it's been redone and everything yes this is the this is this stuff was sort of here before but the uh the if i turn the computer i'll pull cables free but yes this is the it looks new, all fancy it's a know? much more functional like so family much right i mean i haven't talked to you in forever it's been way too long to you know just do a catch-up and stuff but i wish i could take my dad's got an imac because you know old um so you don't do portable devices but i <laughs> I wish I could take it and walk you downstairs because my comic collection is downstairs, which takes up two full rooms. And it would just wow. like blow Ron's mind. So, you know, it'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so, great. It is nerdy headquarters, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. So, <laughs> well, anyway. um, yeah, funnily, funnily enough, the last episode you were on was uh, uh, 169. It was an episode yeah, called Marvel Schmarvel. 
Yeah. Uh, which was released in uh, August 15th of uh, 2016. And that's where we kind of looked at all the MCU films up at that point and, and ranked them. Right. Um, and um, we now have a, a, a YouTube-only spinoff called Marvel Schmarvel, where we talk about the Marvel shows when they come out on uh, Disney+. Plus. So that's kind of like, in a weird way, that was the backdoor pilot for our that's, spinoff. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never been invited to that. I know. That's what I'm saying. We should have him on Marvel <laughs> Schmarvel. That's what I'm leading up to. I'd like to point out I was also not invited to episode 177, Rogue One, 185, Kong versus Logan, which would have been a great like mix. Yeah. Up. 189, <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones, 192.5, Wonder Woman, uh, 196, Game of Thrones again, 2105, Thor Ragnarok, 202.5, Justice League, 208, The Black Panther, 211, Top MCU Moments, which surely seems like an oversight. Yeah, we missed that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. 214, The Avengers Infinity Wars, 215, uh, Han Solo, I thought that was actually a pretty good movie. I loved it. Uh, then 227, Captain Marvel, 235, Pre-Gaming, hmm. The Game of Thrones, on the day of my birthday. Oh, wow. uh, then oh, 236, geez. The Avengers, 237, Game of Thrones wrap-up, 247, Skywalker, Schmywalker, 250. I actually know quite a bit about the Trolls World Tour. I've seen it about six times at this point. Uh, 291, <laughs> the Zack Snyder JLA cut, and 294, Kong versus Godzilla. So there. You know, uh, you know, this is when you say, you know fuck what? you, fuck you, fuck you, I'm out. No. <laughs> if there's one thing we learn right now is that we can fix this. Let's just go back and re-record all those yeah. yes. and we'll replace every just episode. put you in them. I, I don't expect to get invited back to like episode 500 at this point, but, <laughs> but we'll well, the, the truth is, though, now we're in this era where this is much easier. Like, honestly, a lot of that was done yeah, when we were, true. we weren't doing, we would do phoners when we had to, but yeah. we weren't doing Zoom. And we were just talking about this with our previous guests that like i mean i i used to run from a video call when i would be on the phone with someone and they would say hop on facetime let me show you and i would be like no 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 no. that's yeah. not the world i'm in <laughs> i'm you know <laughs> right, 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 but like right. now it's so easy and it seems like uh it's obvious that why that is is because this is how you socialize now or at least this is the best most fluent way we've all become a little bit less uh closed off i think from the idea of video chatting it was yeah. funny when you guys Absolutely. started doing the phoners because i actually thought the sound quality was better than when you were in the room together you know <laughs> <laughs> three mics that you can isolate the, yeah, yes that's it true. actually it actually makes it easier yeah, because there's no crosstalk there's no like echo from the other guy's mic so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so um okay so uh now that I've, I've you know stopped ribbing you guys for yeah. you know everything but it's great <laughs> to see you guys um too, i know you wanted to talk about like favorite movie in the last 10 years i know yeah, it's a simple, big question, simple right? question yeah i'd say it's simple right yeah. i mean you know you know yeah. what your pick is right jason no thought no thought went into it you just it's knew gonna, immediately. no thought went in so. <laughs> <laughs> you were visibly stressed about this <laughs> actually i was i was uh i i did go back and forth on it because i was like oh, i really like that movie i really like that movie i, I had to be super predictable about this and i mean it's sort of ends caps where i what we talked about in the beginning of the episode i was on but you know, and I'm going to pull a John here and do one of my favorite John things to sneak in too, because that's like, what you do. I've it's called a Walker. Him, yeah, you know, I'm a Walker. I, I stopped. I think you'd have to go way back to find the last Walker, but I definitely. Uh, it was only because it was defined for me too many times that I, I stopped doing it. <laughs> I, but I think if we track it, it, we'll find that you everybody know? walkers sometimes. <laughs> it was like he stopped, and it was my favorite thing. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the two part Avengers finale for me was just uh, you know the culmination of like you know, so many years of geekdom and, and coming up and then being able to see Thanos done really well. And I mean, especially like, cause there was a bit there where the JLA, like if you guys know your comic history, Thanos is actually invented as uh, Marvel's response to dark side because yeah, uh, Stan Lee yeah. thought they, wow, they got this really cool character. We've got to come out with something like that. 
And now, you know, everybody can walk around and say, you know, who Thanos is. And, you right. know, we only really know Dark Side from the Zack Snyder cut. And he didn't catch on to the, you know, the same point from a merchandising standpoint. But, um, you know, it's just become such a weird world for me where, you know, I can walk around and say, hey, Hydra to people and they know what I'm talking about. It's yeah, not like yeah. the thing that gets you laughed at by girls anymore. And there's like, you know, I mean, white kids dressing up as Black Panther, you know, which is, I mean, amazing to me because, you know, for years that was it. You know, I mean, you had to, you know, if you're if you're in Ron's shoes, you know, you, you want to play Superman. That's it. That's cool. But, you know, I mean, Superman doesn't look like you, you know, yeah, and I mean, definitely. to have like uh, some diversity actually now out there and you know, say like the best movie, you know, their best performing movie was actually the Black Panther, you know, I mean, that's really crazy to me. So just how that whole universe has, has, you know, taken a hold of everything, you know, it, it makes me feel at some point, I'm like, dang, I really should have stuck with writing comic books or something like that. I'd be like, king of the world right now, instead of sitting in my dad's living room, you know, <laughs> this is where I'm at. You know? <laughs> no, that's a great, that's a great, I mean, honestly, if you're going to pick a crowd-pleasing type of movie and say this is the this is it this is like the perfect not just a, a kind of perfect cinematic experience in some ways but also like something that marks the last 10 years those the, yeah, the, the, the bookend of those two movies really one big story uh, maybe even the second part the most in terms of like there's just I mean we talk about memes and cultural moments lifted from movies uh, these yeah. movies have spawned like you know so many scenes have become iconic to people both as jokes but also as scenes that genuinely move you like the 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 um, cap moment with the hammer in Endgame I feel every like time. I refer to it a few times a week with people who yeah. aren't even comic book fans or nerds or movie fans like everyone just yeah. knows that feeling that moment of like that was so satisfying. And I think to me, that's one of the last times I remember being in a theater and having that kind of like huge moment. Like, yeah. I can't wait. What's going to be that next, uh, you know, Darth Vader throwing the Emperor down the shaft kind of moment in a theater with a crowd? Yeah. Like, I really look forward to that. That was such a great, huge moment. So, yeah, the great pick. The only thing I would have changed about that movie is the very end when Iron Man dies, if he had uh, instead said, I am Tony Stark and went like that. Because <laughs> I think it would have uh, been a nice bookend to the that's end true. of Iron Man where yeah. he's like, I'm Iron Man. And all of a sudden he circles back cool. around, but you know, um, no one will ever be able to pull off like, hi, I'm going to start this. And 15 years later, I'm going to finish this up, you know, and it's going to go through a series of movies. You know, we've yeah. watched so many people try to do the contained universe since then. And, you know, I'm with really, really mixed results. So, you know, um, but Hey, they did it, you know, and it, it's, it's pretty much all been great, I would say. So. I yeah, wonder I think if that, even they could do it again. Like we we talk about that. Like what could be the next big thing that would feel as momentous as what they've already done? And it's hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah, you just got to yeah. commit, man. I mean, like yeah. we talk about all the time, which is just that at this point, and even halfway through what they've already accomplished, everybody's just like, if you're on, you're on board, and you're just like ready for whatever they do next. And you know, they cap that whole effort off, and whatever phase four looks like, and you know, in 15 years from now, or whatever, however long it takes to maybe that they're going to build towards some similar moment. I'm sure. But I think that if anything has ever earned the uh, confidence and, you know, just like the faith in the fact that they will probably still accomplish something huge. I don't know that it'll ever reach like the levels of the end game experience. Like John, like everybody said, you know, even even, you know, when we're recording this, it's like the, uh, the week of the two year anniversary of Endgame coming out in theaters. And, you know, the filmmakers, the Russo brothers, the actors like posting things about, you know, what the movie meant to them as participants in it, but also you know, the clips of audiences watching it genuinely move me. Like I get so emotional and like, you know, like goosebumps and like 
the moments like John's talking about with the hammer or or the snap with Iron Man or everybody coming through the portals yeah, like, on your left. I hear people say that, that all stuff. The time. <clears throat> that stuff is just it's untouchable. Like I don't I don't know that it'll ever happen again. But I I like to see them try, and I think that if somebody can Same. probably accomplishment it, it it's probably them. Um, but Endgame, yeah, the best theatrical experience I've ever had in my life for sure. Um, and God, man, what a, what a great pick! Yeah. yeah, I think it gets underrated a lot because it's a popcorn movie. But you know, I mean, there's just so many it's, ripples from it. It's absolutely yeah, true. Absolutely, it's a great yeah. great choice. Great choice. Yeah. And favorite TV show? I mean, uh, I'm going to go with Game of Thrones. Am I allowed to talk about where we 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 all met? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I'll just tell a quick story. So um, we were working at the Apple Store, and um, it was an Apple Store that I, I was in charge of. And one day, the whole Genius Bar crashes to a halt, and I can't figure out what's going on. But we are way way behind, and the crowd is getting really ugly, as you guys can remember. When you know, <laughs> there's nobody, but there's no one at the bar at all. Yeah. So I go yeah. in the back, and like literally there's like 12 people in the genius room and they're all talking very animated anime. Hey, they're like, da, 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 super passionate about something. I figure something's going around some customer and I'm like, what's going on? And then I forgot they're talking about some TV show. <laughs> I just <laughs> lost my mind. And it was, they had a season one. It just ended. Ned Stark's just gotten beheaded, you know, and they're all so worked up and upset about it. And I'm like, come on, get out of there, you know, and stuff like that. And I remember at the time I made this note to myself, like, Go home and watch that immediately. You know? <laughs> Don't show any interest, but watch it tonight. Yeah, that show brought an Apple story to a halt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, you know, right. The ending being what it was, it was still the only show I would say over the last 10 years that I didn't just go back and crush like Breaking Bad or something like that, where I was like, every week I was waiting for it. Yeah. You know, and I would actively go yeah. back when the season was over and rewatch the whole season to get ready, you know, for the next season. Uh, yeah. Did you read the books? Yeah. Yeah, I have no free time, and I spent an awful lot of it on that show. Did you read the books? I did not. Okay, see, I would have thought you. I, I mean, either. you would have been either in at the ground floor from the beginning, or you would have been finding out about the show from from you know people at work. You know what I mean? Because for a lot for a lot of people, the show was a different ride because they were huge fans of the books. You know, the way that certain people, like I grew up with Lord of the Rings or whatever, so those movies had this weird like. Oh, they're doing it so well, but I'm also comparing it in my head to the movie in my head. And I think what Game of Thrones did for at least four or five years was they managed to somehow please both audiences pretty well. That the changes they made from the books, we were all going like fans of the books. I caught up with the books after the first season, but it quickly became, I I, I don't think I ever spoiled anything for anyone. My my wife, when, when the Red Wedding happened on the show, she turned to me and she was like, how did you not say anything about that and i was like oh my god it's been so fucking hard not but i don't like being that coy non-spoiler where someone's like just wait and see you know whatever so but i don't know i think that it was a huge thing and it was kind of the marvel in a weird way it was like the thing everyone was talking about and was interested in and then when those last couple seasons sort of came out i feel like the the curious case of game of thrones is of a show that somehow nobody really talks much about it now uh because of the last couple seasons but yeah for five six years it was like it was like the thing that that you could count it's, on people. It's like people a relationship were, that ended badly. So yeah. I think we all can kind of not remember. Yeah. <laughs> the good times. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but um, I, yeah. I think about ha- halfway through, I sort of figured out that I didn't think that uh, George R. R. Martin was ever actually going to finish the books. It seems like, more and more like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, I'm not starting because I'll get so mad because I'll never be able to finish it. So, you know. Mm-hmm. The show is my show, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's great. So that's awesome. Great. Well, those are both yeah. great picks, and they do mark the last, you know, the last decade pretty effectively. So, 
I went real populist. I'm sorry. You know, nah, man, populist this is great. sort of guy. <laughs> this, <laughs> I think this is why we this get is, along. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Have you watched the Blu-rays by any chance? The Game of Thrones Blu-rays? No. Nah. <laughs> Worth it. Do yourselves a favor. It, it, it doesn't even look like the same show. I know that sounds weird. The Blu-ray upgrades, the 4K upgrades are it's if HBO Max decides to put the 4K ones on HBO uh, Max, if they decide to put them on there, it's going to change the way that people watch that show. It just is. It's wow. already a gorgeous show. It, it looks like a different show at that point. Like It's insane. Every time resolution has gotten better, I've wondered, like, why would I care? And then I see something and I'm like, okay, yeah, this does look really good. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. And then you go back to something else. I think particularly with the, the screens get larger, you really can yeah. notice those, those uh, you know, the, the check out the Check out the Blu-rays. I thought the same thing about the wire. I was like, why would I want to see a wire upgrade? And then I saw the, the HD upgrades. I'm like, oh, this is, they just show more of the scene. It's like, yeah. Go check it out. All right. Cool. 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 So you even got a recommendation for your trouble, Jason. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still <laughs> trying to find the zipper in the back of the creature of the Black Lagoon's costume. So I don't really know that I'm going to be the guy who appreciates the upgrade. You know, <laughs> been 45 years looking for that one. You know, <laughs> well, it's good to find something you care about and stick with it. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, well, good to see you guys. Yeah. Thank so, you so much, yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Thanks for Steve, coming. I love on. all your father's stories that you're posting on Facebook. I mean, you know, anyone get lucky enough to have Steve as a dad to be great oh man thank you man you know it's nice to see you uh i don't know if you're settling down but you know it's good to see you happy with somebody so you know i'm, I'm pleased for that right, jason, jason you're too kind buddy we love you guy yeah we'll All have right. you back on soon honestly for a whole episode this this will be just so 500 fun. i'll count myself yeah. <laughs> you put it on the calendar <laughs> and we know you're actually counting so yeah <laughs> all right bye, bye jason. jason take care So, that was nice, man. Yeah, that was great. Love that guy. Well, I love all these these folks. And we actually have our next guest waiting. So I'm going to admit him. I'm going to say on in 10, just so he knows. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 9, 8. If I, was a, if I was a viewer or a listener, I'd be really wondering now. 6, 7, 10. You're going back up. 9, <laughs> 3. <laughs> Zero. Here is our next guest, <clears throat> the one and only drawing of Bob Rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best representation of hey, Sir Bob Rose. There he Bob is. Rose. Hey, what's up, guys? What hey. is up, buddy? I just installed Zoom on this computer, so I hope everything is okay. Oh, you well, can yeah, tell he's man. a professional podcaster. Listen to that yeah. quality <laughs> coming through yeah. loud yeah. and clear. Super well, I, brought on my, I, I put on my headphones on for you, John, because oh, I know. Thank you. Oh, man. Those you know, cool the, you know the, the, the standard right? that John keeps for us on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've talked to him yeah. in private about <laughs> podcasting equipment yeah. and the yeah. troubles of the pandemic podcasting specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, my standards are way lower than his. <laughs> and I know I'm kind of a jerk about it. So right. John keeps us honest, man. If it were up to me, we would just record on like a like a Fisher Price, my first <laughs> tape recorder. <laughs> and we'd mail video. it in the mail to him. Yeah. <laughs> 
the video has loosened me up a little bit because just knowing yeah. that now there's a form of it that's going out that's relatively raw, it's like, okay, there's only right. so much you even need to do. And I know that I knew right, that all right, along. Yeah. I just also know from my own listening habits that there are occasionally technical things that make you go, I wish they had fixed that before they put this out for me to listen to, you know, <laughs> but, but it is very possible to overthink that when it's all about just the content. And especially in this current era, people come through with every kind of sound quality on like Zoom uh, calls, which oh, yeah. is what most podcasts are now. So it's like, like on a cell phone next to the highway <laughs> yeah. in portrait mode, right. just screaming <laughs> into the guy with like perfect studio sound. Yeah, I've been that guy. Yeah. So you recently posted something, Bob, where you re referred to it as like, if you want to see us uh, dimly lit in weird rooms, uh, then you can watch this YouTube, you know, clip. <laughs> right, right. But it's like, that's an acceptable format of entertainment now is murky, yeah, pixelated right. people is. leaning in and out of shadows, you know. <laughs> I literally just turned on all the lights in this room because the window is blowing me out yeah, so bad. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. I was trying to make it slightly better, and even now my face is on fire. You look great, so, man. You look great. Thank yeah. you. You're, you look great, too. You seriously do. <laughs> you got a nice diffusion light by the curtain there. Oh, over here, yeah. And Ronald's got like a very <laughs> dynamic lighting on one side of his face. It's nice. Yeah. I, I, so I just moved into this house not too long ago, and... There's no light. There's, there's no, no ceiling. Can you see? There's no place. ceiling. That's just sunlight. It just goes. It's like a sitcom set. It just goes up forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. It's just four walls. <laughs> yeah, right. Nice. I'll pull down the angry sun like Super Mario Brothers. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, out of the three, of you John has the flattest lighting. So that's surprising. I mean, yeah. the standards. Well, no, there's, there's, there's actually, I've actually got a pretty cool lighting setup here. Like, if, see, I've got this light here. If, if, as you turn it around, you, you, you lose years off your face if you hit, hit the wall instead. But I also yeah, have a yeah, ring yeah. light over here that's kind of filling things in. So it's it's orchestrated. But my look is like dungeon. You know, like that's my whole yeah, thing I'm yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah. It's I like, it. I want to be like a, a, like a, a conspiracy guy, theory guy. Dungeon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like a conspiracy theory guy living in a van yeah. down by the river type of gotta thing. Got to keep yeah. moving. Gotcha. Yeah, but I do have a ring. <laughs> they light. can't catch it. Yeah, even right. a van, you can find room for a ring light. So, <clears throat> yeah. so Bob, the last time you were on was episode one thirty eight. Uh, this is crazy. It was episode called Critics Schmidics, uh, yeah. back on July tenth of two thousand fifteen, and it was. I love this format. I would love to do some version of this again. We all came in with some of our favorite movies that all had under a thirty percent on Metacritic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was you know very fun. I mean, uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it, it'll be very hard maybe for you to to recap the last six years, Bob. But if you can help <laughs> us out, just let, let us know what's been going. Going on since uh, July of 2015. Quick, go. You mean in my my personal life well, just or anything? In, like, anything you want to say? Anything? You know, we'll talk about it's your you. favorite movie in a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a few things happened in the world. Um, I mean, oh really? What, what? you want me to say for the last six years? Just quickly, Bob. You know, just uh, <laughs> you're in, taking in too nutshell. much time. It, it's not yeah. hard, Bob. Just yeah. six years, man. Come on. Everything was great and perfect, and I've never been happier. How's okay, that? There you go. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's I knew you could do it. <laughs> See? Yeah, the best year of my life. Last year is the best year of my life, easily, without mm -hmm. a doubt. <laughs> yeah, it's just incredible. Who yeah. knew that the This Is Fine dog was going to be legitimately like, this is the summary of civilization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if we're, we're going to be honest, my, like, my life used to be so terrible. I would see Steve like once every two weeks. And once that had to stop, now my life is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, my life has gotten considerably worse not seeing Steve every like two weeks. Oh, so, damn. yeah. Yeah, yeah, even man, outside of screenings, I'd see you getting breakfast, and we don't even yeah, have that yeah, anymore. Right, we don't have it. Yeah. It's so so great, wonderful stuff. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I miss seeing you at the movies, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I miss seeing you guys too. I miss the movies. Yeah, also self yeah, blanket statement. Yeah, yeah, I'm so bad. Um, yeah. Hopefully, that'll be back before 2022. 
Yeah. Hopefully. We were just Hopefully. talking about that, like the <laughs> idea of like that big cinematic experience. One of our one of our guests picked a movie that was a big populist hit, and we were just talking about those 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 crowd pleasing moments where you're you just remember being in that crowd almost as much as you remember the movie moment. And yeah. that is some, yeah. you know, it's hard well, for, it? it's hard for me to even picture when I'll feel comfortable in a crowd like that again, but I'm sure something will one day be that next thing that gets us all going together again. I'll say this. I feel like I'm not a religious man, but I think there is some godly force to let Endgame happen before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. to have that experience in a theater that that moment was like enough on the camel hump to get to you through. That <laughs> yeah, was actually the movie that that, that that was picked since you brought it yeah, up. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to bring it up in case it in case it spoiled your. Pick. I mean, how could I, yeah. anyone not pick? I mean, you know what I yeah. mean. Like for people like us, that's like the ultimate theater experience that yeah. was worked that worked up for what 10 years right and then a pandemic hit yeah <laughs> like, right, right, right. So it, it, it was kind of perfect timing yeah yeah so it was man yeah so that's your pick no no he just was referring to the sort of crowd-pleasing oh. moment he just he just I, he just zeroed in on exactly the movie i was vaguely referring i love to. endgame yeah. i wasn't trying to say it's not yeah. it's just not i mean of the last 10 years it's not nearly my favorite yeah. movie um John rephrased it to me, my favorite movie or TV show of the last 10 years. Yes, yes. Is that that's what sure. the question yeah. is? All right. So that's an impossible question. Yes, it is. That's as the you idea all know. It. That's <laughs> it's a really shitty, mean thing to do yes, to somebody. Terrible. We're terrible. People. So we should feel bad. I, I like I made a top five of both categories. Just is this, to, a, is just this a new term that we're going to come up with? There was a walkering of things where you have like two picks. Bob Rose. We about to get rose. We're about to get rose. Or get, things are getting rosy in here. Boom. Rose. I just want to be difficult. I just want to be difficult. Yeah. You know, because yeah. uh, I, I don't. You know, it's hard. It's hard to make the lists. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. like I kind of have an idea of my favorite movies of all time, but when it comes sure. to, I'm like it's I'm forgetting yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm forgetting things. I know I am. I'm, I'm probably forgetting things even with this. But I spent like two days thinking of this. Wow. Thank you. So, yeah, you're welcome. Um, so for TV shows, number one, easily, without question, there is no other, is Nathan for you. Nice. 100,000%. It's like the funny, <clears throat> I, to me, that's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I know that's not narrative, so that probably doesn't fit the movie. No, but movie. it's, no, it's yeah. a totally yeah. Absolutely. I think it does tell a story, to yeah. be honest. I think it tells the story of a character. Yeah. But that would be number one. Number two, be review. Trending here. You guys have seen review. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, you, one of one of the best things ever by one of the best comedy geniuses we right. have. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Not nearly loved enough. No, at all. Uh, third is one that I think it's a weird choice for a lot of people. You're the worst. Oh, it's great. You're the worst is so good. It's right. So good. It's Not so talked good. about that much. I don't hear anything all, about really. it. Yeah. I just thought that show was incredible. I really right. did. Uh, four Russian Doll. I Whoa. really love Russian Doll. Yeah, I, I really I thought it was great. Um, I I don't know if there's ever going to be more of it, but whatever. Five is kind of maybe a cop out because it's not over, but Barry. Barry is so good. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Barry? Uh, that's it, you know. But maybe it'll maybe it'll get really terrible. <laughs> I mean, Dexter started out really good. Remember what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so so you have to back. wait like a, a little while for the for the Barry re- reboot where they they redeem whatever yeah. is about to happen. That's bad. But yeah, I think right. you know I think one of the secret things about Barry and it's like something that no one really talked that much about. But one of those things you realize as time goes on is that everybody loves Bill Hader. 
You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's, 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 he's like easily <clears throat> recognized by many people as an extremely talented comedian and a brilliant sketch artist and a brilliant impressionist. And he seems to have nothing but goodwill. And yet I feel like he's somehow managed to avoid like he somehow stays off the radar, but everybody knows who he is. He's almost got that utility player Phil yeah, Hartman yeah, yeah. thing. It's not, not quite the same vibe, but it's a similar thing of like he saved so many sketches just by being like a really good sketch performer. And, and there's he, something kind even of chameleonic in bad about that. Yeah, right, so, right, right. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. hard to put a finger on what it is that works so well, but I, yeah, I, I, Bill Hader's just someone who, and then when he made this show and it was about a hitman, it sort of sounded like, have we not seen hitmen done to death? But no, not right, like this right. at all, and not with this cast and not with this tone. So yeah, what a great pick. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's it's surprising how good I didn't expect that show to hit me like that. But yeah, I watched that during the pandemic, and I was like, it saved me for like a week. You know? <laughs> um, movies. Um, I'm going to go backwards because some of these are really surprising, especially for a guy like me. You guys kind of know my tastes. You know, I like yeah. comedies and action movies and like, you know, so they're like, this is weird. Number five, About Time. Oh, my God. That's a good movie. <laughs> Isn't that a great movie? I love oh that movie. Oh, my God. I find myself watching it quite a bit. I know people hate Richard Curtis <laughs> and he has made some mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> but man, that movie just it's I don't know. It speaks to me. And plus time travel. <laughs> right you know? and, it, and it works but like a secret time travel i love that where it's like yeah yeah it's time travel yeah. but it's really about the emotional content or it's time travel but it's really yeah. about the people yeah that's that's uh that's amazing it's also like I, i'm always impressed as someone who you know makes some stuff every now and then like oh you made a really good time travel movie with literally no special effects or technology right like True. it's it's shot like it's you know a drama and it, there's no <laughs> there's no lightning or anything like that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and it still totally works Three, not surprising at all, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, so that's good. probably my favorite MCU movie outside of Guardians too. But I watch that movie in the background like once, you know, once every two weeks, like literally. Right. Oh, I just wow. on, yeah, I watch Thor Ragnarok a lot. Why do you hate it? Is that what? No, I love it. I <laughs> oh, okay. It's, yeah, no, I, it's, I it's, yeah, big I'm, fans, big fans. You know, it's I, I have more. We have more access to the MCU movies with Disney Plus, and I, yeah. I find myself not watching them as much as I thought I would. But I'm going right. to watch Ragnarok. You're making me want to watch it. Well, we tonight. were just this morning, my son and yeah. I, talking about uh, Love and Thunder. Just everything we know about that movie, and it's like I cannot wait for that. That's that sounds yeah, awesome. For, just I, I mean, it's that on, swagger we're, we're, of a team coming back that did something. Cool. There it yeah, is. There but of a team coming Go back that, that did something cool last time that really revitalized the character, but now they know how much everyone liked it. So I mean, yeah, 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 it's yeah. possible yeah. one day Taika Waititi might be like might misjudge how charming we think he is and how funny his ideas are. But I don't think so. I think that guy's one of I those don't... true filmmakers and true storytellers, and he's got such a kind heart and yeah. such good humor. I can't imagine uh, that movie not being at least fun, but it might be something yeah, really amazing. Like, I I mean, easily Thor Ragnarok's the best Thor movie. Uh, yeah, I like the other Thor movies. Yeah. I'm one of those well, you're guys. You're a Thor guy. So like, like, I'm a Thor guy, and I think the sincerity of the other movies, still, I still buy it. But honestly, the second best Thor movie is Infinity War. I, it is. It is. It's, mm. it's, 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 it is. It's, it's like half a Thor movie, and it's like, it's great. But uh, yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Rabbit and tree along for the ride. It's a really good yeah. Game. It's just too good. It's too good. There's a lot of pathos in there. Once we got past like society reacting to him being fat in Endgame, I th also thought there was so much pathos in his performance yeah. and everything. Yeah. You watch it now alone in your house, mm -hmm. 
it reads totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That opening. Yeah. He's like the heart of that movie in some ways. He is. He really is. And it really comes off way different. It's not a fat joke. You can actually see that there's like pathos there and everything. Well, you know why it works as not a fat joke, I think, is because when he gets his mojo back, it's about accepting himself, not about suddenly emerging as like this yeah. chiseled being. And it's like, I'm, I know they're probably, I've seen photos of him with amazingly huge arms, so I know they're not going to let him stay uh, out of shape Thor for a long time. But the notion that him getting himself on the right path wasn't like a makeover. It was more about... What was it was inside. mental. Mental. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. Was, that was cool. And also, like, it's not funny that somebody's fat. It's funny that Thor was fat. Right. <laughs> right. right. It's yeah. funny that he's that a god. Guy, right. Right. That he's yeah, such a guy's a, guy that he would sit around video games and junk food. And then he's and a that god. Stuff. Like, them getting fat, we don't even know what that entails. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, how? Right. Right. Like, how do, yeah. How right. does, how much beer did he have to drink? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, what amounts were we talking here? I still say, the thing that Disney should do that they never will is they should have a three camera sitcom of the with five seasons of the five years in between the two movies. Oh wow! With meet, uh, you know Thor, and you know, then all three of them just playing video games and hanging out, and it's like a <laughs> it's shot, you know, like Big Bang Theory. Or yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth will never do that, but I think that's a great idea. Anyway, two good. Kingsman, uh, the Secret Service, the first one. That's not a movie that I ever thought I'd like. The trailers were terrible. I still I watch it so much now. It's it. I don't know. That movie speaks to me. The humor in it, and obviously the church scene. Um, I, I and Matthew Vaughn is one of my favorite filmmakers now, especially after that. So yeah, yeah. I never thought I would say that. Uh, looking back over the list, and number one, Nebraska. Mm. Which Curve is a ball. real probably Curve no one ball. expected. Yeah, no one expected me to God, say that. Both, like Forte and Odenkirk and Squib. Yeah, I'd say their last names because I. I mean, the cast is un- unbreakable, man. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah, and I just I end up I watched Nebraska a lot. Like I put it on to relax, <sighs> oh, and there's wow. something about the dry humor and just the you know middle American white people being awkward that I <laughs> I just love. And that drive through town, of, that drive through town at the end. Yeah. Right. Man. That gets me it, yeah. so hard every time. Just, just the kinda, simple humanity of that is so great. <clears throat> I, I love Napoleon Dynamite. I, I do. But to me, Nebraska is like an adult's Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's more yeah, mature yeah. themes. It's more mature yeah. in general. And it's not, it's not, it, it, it cuts off that weirdness and it makes it real. It has real emotion to it. And I don't know. I don't understand why it didn't win the Oscar. But then again, we're not talking about the Oscars. Yeah, right. We did that last week or a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, there those, you have those it. are some great it's, picks, Bob. Yeah. <clears throat> Good picks, it's, dude. I think it, there's some variation too. I was trying not to be like yeah. all MCU. Yeah, movies, man, that's right. good. Mix yeah. it up. Yeah. So I'm well, glad thank- you went outside of the format, man. That, I, I like that you gave us. So <laughs> he, he just muscled in and said, "This is a top five situation." <laughs> there it guys. is. Uh, well, yeah. what do you want me to do, <laughs> no, man? You pick one. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just was supposed to say one thing, right. so I probably should have said Nebraska. You should have said but... we wanted. We were hoping you would say the name of one movie quickly and then top off the call. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's Nebraska. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> you know what I almost said, but I looked up. I was very specific about the time period because you said ten years, yeah. so I was like, "It's 2011." Oh, yeah. I almost said MacGruber. Okay. <laughs> MacGruber is so good. Dude, I, I MacGruber is like so life-defining funny, for me. I love it. Yeah. So I, I, Forte, you know? Yeah, there he is. Once it's again, the Forte is really at the top for me. And I, I number six in my list would have been um, uh, Last Man Alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Last, Last Man, Man on Earth. Earth. Yeah. The Last Man on Earth, yeah. Uh, except I feel like that show got, its, got neutered. Yeah. It did, yeah. 
and I feel like it takes away from it. Sad, not their fault, but it does. It takes away from it as you're getting close to those last few episodes where you go, oh, this is, they had a plan, and I've read them talking about their plan, yeah. and they've talked about it so much that I feel like they're never going to go back and make it because they kind of spoiled what their plan would have been. Anyway, I agree. It yeah. does feel like... Uh, it's so good. It's like yeah. so incredible, yes. and then it just, it's unfairly maligned yeah. at, the, at the end. Right. But I am a big Forte fan. All right. So... Well, Bob, we want to have you back soon to stay for a whole episode and do a topic. Yeah, yeah let me so, know, man. I'm awesome. down. Well, this was so fun and easy. Thank you so much for making time for it. You've, you're you're yeah, definitely seriously. one of the best friends of the show we've had. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. Anytime seriously. you guys want, let me know. All right, man. Okay. All right, man. All right. Take care of yourself, you. Bob. Right. Bye-bye. See you guys. See you. Bye. This is a great. This is a great little trip, man. Like uh, seeing all these faces beyond just knowing that they are alive and well and happy and successful, but getting them back on here has been a lot of fun. And so we have far. another guest waiting. Yeah. We got one crazy? more. All right, we got here one we go. more. Here's our last guest of the day. <laughs> Let, let's just circle back real quick. We got an Apple history here. Would this yeah. be the one more thing? Yes, this is the yeah, this one is more the thing. one more thing. I should yeah. have worn a mock turtleneck. I'm really sorry. I, yeah, I, I didn't. Think I got my this. little. I got my little. I could, yeah. I could make it look yeah. like. You've got like the Tim Cook thing going, you know. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got you. I got All right. you. All right. Well, let's let's bring her <clears> in. <throat> there she is. Sort name. of. I see some audio connecting. It's Lauren. Wait, how do I do the video? Oh, you hit wait. the video button. There you go. And yay! There she There's is. Lauren. Hey. Hello. Great to see you. Hey, good to see you guys too. Thanks for bringing us into your bedroom. The quietest room. Uh, very well lit. You're in your headroom. You're right. I am. <laughs> I'm just not showing off my headboard. That's all. Yeah. You, it's a nice. Do, one, do you have a quilted headboard? I do not. Okay. I so do. there you go. That's probably one. why you're not showing it off. Yeah, I do not. Oh. One day I will, though. Maybe episode 400. By the time we get there, I'll, I'll be able to get a quilted headboard. <laughs> Well, Lauren, um, you know, we've been telling people when when they were last on. I didn't actually pull the, the episode number because it was fairly recent. You're, you're, John, you're our it's most... a good thing I, I, I do actually have okay, that. Okay, you've got that. Good. I do have that. She was last she on was when who... we... John didn't do his she homework. She was on episode... Two. John does a lot of homework. I'm just yeah. helping him right now. Yeah, he's okay. just helping me. He's on, she was last on episode 256, and we had her on because she's coming on a lot of the shows to talk about horror. Yes. And we went through the Scream franchise. Yes. And before we started recording, I was like looking at the date. May 26th of 2020. That's almost a year ago. Can you believe that? Yeah. It was it was during the pandemic yeah, absolutely. for sure. One day we're going to do this in your basement yes. again. One day, maybe. Do I'm going to see your faces in real yeah, life. Yeah. That, that's going to be fun. And we're going to have a party that crazy far off the way things are going. I don't know about you folks, yeah. but I go in for my second shot at end of this week. So late May I'll be a bit more a bit more sociable. So, you know, I'm bad. We're all, we're all juiced up. I'm also a hugger and a crier, so. I am too. I think we should just <laughs> have an episode that's just It's us, just us crying. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we've, we've discussed easily how doable. doing these Zoom episodes has been easy to do the video because we automatically have like a three-camera shoot because we're in our different yeah. places. Mm -hmm. We've talked about when we're back in person again, how are we going to do a video episode that's not just one camera? But if it's one shot of the four of us just hugging and crying for an hour, that's <laughs> yeah. easy to get on one camera, you know? It'll be like when you see couples sitting at the same side of the booth at a restaurant. We can shoot it yeah. like that. No, that's right. true. We'll be right. those people. Four sit in a row like a panel. <laughs> the yeah. four of us have Let's to go get it. food and sit on one side of the table of the booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if it's too small, we'll just squeeze in. Just get there one by one. No, we're waiting on some people. No, we're all here now. <laughs> <laughs>
make it real awkward. Yeah. It's like the Last Supper, you know. That's the, that's how they yeah. do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, side yeah. of the table. All right. Um, so, Lauren, ten years. Uh, we gave you the impossible question uh, of trying to pick a, a favorite. I don't know. If, are you good at picking favorites, or do you always have to kind of make yeah. a list in your head? You know what your favorite is. You, you you're good. Okay, yeah. awesome. So, favorite movie or TV show of the last ten years then is. What I wasn't told I could pick a TV show, but oh. okay, we're gonna. <laughs> well, though it's fine. You know, it's, it helps you be decisive. But if no, you want to, if you want to throw still, out a TV show, still, you can. <laughs> no, it's still it's still the same hey, answer. For, so for the matter. record, Lauren, everybody else basically has picked a movie. You know, people have mentioned TV shows, but yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I, I admittedly, I didn't know, I wasn't sure of the TV show, so I told you movie. All right, um, Wolf of Wall Street, obviously. Nice. <laughs> I mean, tell us why. Yeah. Well, beyond obvious, Leo, uh, and that tells why he didn't my, win my for that one. Love, but he did win yeah. for that one where my he had one true sex love with the bear was or the main star. Um, I don't know. I think it had everything for me. Like it's a, it's a Martin Scorsese. So there's that, and he directed the, probably my favorite movie ever. So yeah, that was easy, and and it's got Leo in it, Couldn't and do. it's funny and a drama. I apparently I like really long, drawn out crime. Yeah, stories with comedic elements. That's good. That's, good. Wrong That's a good that. genre. That's in my heart nothing wrong with besides that. besides horror obviously yeah. yeah so have you watched it since you saw how many times have you watched it i watched it last night at 1 30 in the morning <laughs> did you finish it i was like let me just make sure this is definitely my favorite oh yeah so you, it is. you did a few lines and then yeah <laughs> you hopped on and watched <laughs> Wolf of wall street yeah. sure did. there you go i mean sure there's that did, scene yeah. that iconic scene where he's he's yeah. getting out to the car and he can't you know i mean awesome. that, yeah. that i think about that all the time as like one of the funniest scenes i've ever i've ever seen so i kind of want to do those drugs <laughs> a little it makes bit. you wanna it makes you wanna yeah that would be like uh, the um the shout along screening it's like you do you do all the drugs yeah, they're doing yeah, yeah. on screen in wolf of wall street <laughs> Yeah. yeah, maybe when I'm like 80, and it doesn't matter yeah. anymore if I live or die. Yeah. Do a bump every time they say penny stocks. You just yeah. like, yep. I just remember the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. favorite part. But no, that is a great, great movie, and I feel like it's one of the Scorsese's of the recent wave of Scorsese, where he's sort of saying like, I want to remind people all the tricks, all the things, all the stuff they love about me. It's that you said it. It's super funny. It's really fast. It's a long movie, but it moves yeah. really fast. It moves. And, yeah. And there's so many yeah. comic moments yeah. in it. On top of how how kind of grim it is overall, and how depressing it is to step back and realize people like this are real and they do succeed, and yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so people criticize that movie for for like glorifying uh, Jordan Belfort. I never felt like that was the case at all. I felt like the movie all along, you know, he's no, kind of the villain no, of the no, piece. No, but no. yeah, yeah. Mono, we're gonna say. Um, I was gonna say uh, re- retroactive. I've shared this with you before. I know Steve likes to laugh at me about stuff like this. I went back. I went back and watched it. And I, stop, Steve. Stop. <laughs> I'm like fucking stop. <laughs> I went back and watched Wolf of Wall Street like really recently with my wife. My wife. My yeah. wife. Uh, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Is it? I I take back. I was really hard on it when I first saw it because I I, re- I remember you were around. It was because and I was upset with you. It was because it just I can be bougie about it a little bit sometimes. Like when somebody's like, "Well, you know what movie I saw? Wolf of Wall Street was really good." Is that supposed to be Lauren or no, no, not Lauren at all. This, 
some of my it was a weirdly friends. perfect impression. No, I'm way more dramatic about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I love that. If I had been looking at my screen, I would have thought that was Lauren. No, yeah, that, you close your yeah. eyes and like, whoa. No, well, as, as I recall, Ronald, you were, it was weird because you kind of went toe to toe with us about all the things we liked about the movie. But then your yeah, attitude was, damn, man, that sucked. And I'm always, it's, it's, <laughs> that's funny that sometimes we have a thing where we just don't, it's like we're just not letting something in. And I'm not saying you were wrong to feel that way, but yeah, I do think it's I, odd I when a movie just isn't scoring with you because for whatever reason, you're just not here for it. You know? That's I know what it is. I know it. I think sometimes I get sick of seeing character studies about the same kind of people. Yeah, but it was done really well. It's just like you. There's no denying how well that movie was done. It was yeah. a good movie. It was very entertaining. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio is a monster on screen. Like whenever I see him, I'm very happy. He makes me so happy. Even he, even being a slave master, <laughs> even. <laughs> Even whipping people, I'm like, man, I like that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> he's earned that from you, huh? He's earned, he's earned that right. He really, uh, he it really is like one of the more entertaining. Like it's on my short list too. For context, Lauren, we haven't actually disclosed ours yet. We're doing it after all the guests are on the show. But like, mm. it's. It, I was going to ask you if you're going to tell me. No, no, it, it, it was. You. Yeah, you have to listen to the episode, yeah, Lauren. That's how we um, get you. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, it's on my short list too because it, it it is one of the ones like on the list. It's one of the most entertaining movies for sure that I feel like I've seen in the last ten years, and mainly because of like the 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 kind of modulating that it does between like the crime, the comedy the the con itself and like just all the characters that you come across in this company that he builds and yeah. you know you're talking also about just like an incredible cast like kind of being introduced to margot robbie and you know jonah hill's there kyle chandler's there just like john barron just amazing cast and that's no surprise when you think about okay martin scorsese says he's going to make a, a a crime uh thriller comedy whatever you want to call this genre like what you called it earlier you know everybody lines up to work with Martin Scorsese, but something about all of the pieces and, and where they were put in place in this movie really does feel like it clicked on all cylinders for me, for sure, the first time I saw it. And every time I've seen it since, but it really is Leo that just like, like John, I think he was saying it when, we, when you mentioned it, was like, how did he not win for that movie? But, you know, he's great in The Revenant, but how did he not win for this? Because this is like, Damn you, this is, this is Damn yeah, you. this is peak. This is peak. Leo, for sure. Yeah. But, but that was the um, McConaughey. Honestly, that was the you can't year. fight that. Yeah. You because can't I, fight I remember fight loving it. McConaughey in his brief moment in this too, because I think we were all kind of high on him, and yeah. he had that yeah. speech that everybody kind of you know both loved and hated and everything. So I feel like if anybody was going to win instead of DiCaprio, it felt okay that it be McConaughey. But this movie really right. felt like the one where it was just undeniable. I, was this where we were sitting there with the little uh, uh, DiCaprio heads? The heads. And, yeah, we were all there to celebrate. So yeah. Yeah. Back when we used to watch fun. the Oscars together. Yeah, well, I Lauren actually, we, we watched, watched it together. together yeah, yes, we please. Let's do, let's do. We got to have a party next year, man. I'd when love that. The way things are going, sort of... they may tap us to host the Oscars next year. So let's just see yeah. how that goes. We've submitted <laughs> our tape uh, to the <laughs> to the Academy. This is actually <laughs> it. See how it goes. We're submitting this, this episode. This is right? it. Yeah. I got it, got it, got so it. We're hoping that, yeah. that quilted headboard helps us seem kind of classy and that we might get, you know. I got real excited when I saw it because like, that's going to push us over. Like These guys are like fancy as shit. Fancy schmancy. I'll buy a gown. Yeah. Oh shit! I'll there definitely it is. buy a gown. I will too. Do it. <laughs> nice. Let's do it. Well, yeah. yeah, that's it. Well, that's a great one. I mean, honestly, I feel great like pick. that's yep. one that I, I didn't think of until late when I was like looking at movies of the last few years. And it definitely was it made it onto my short list, too, just of one that I thought if you were going to single one out, I would even say that like the sort of 
like you said, Ronald, you've seen so many movies about dirtbags that maybe you get a little distance from it. This movie is about a yeah. particular kind of dirtbag who I think now we can look back and say with a little more historical like perspective that like a big problem, like th- that yeah, guys yeah, like yeah. that are a big reason why we're in the kind of fucked up situation that we're in right now, you know, financially and stuff mm. and why a lot of people are, are struggling. So no, that, that is uh you kind of wonder, like, we've talked about that before. Are we going to get tired of antiheroes and watching stories about gross people? But I feel like what Scorsese does is make it so entertaining that you, you it almost tricks you into, like, lusting after their life or something. I don't know. It's it's a little game that they play. But he did that in Goodfellas, too. He kind of made you think, well, this seems like it would be kind of cool to be one of these guys. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, though you yeah. can totally see how disturbing it is. So, <clears throat> Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and we'll have you back again soon, probably to talk about something something horror related. What's the next big horror thing? Uh, something bloody. Something bloody. Yeah. There new Candyman's yes. coming. New uh, new. Quiet Place Two. Yeah. Quiet Place Two. When's Quiet yeah. Place coming out now? They End of May. Uh, oh, it's in May. As this comes out, it, it would probably be like in two weeks. Yeah. Or a week. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Even I had a, a thought about the Quiet Place. Did you talk to them about it yet, or are they uh, be making you put on put you on the spot? Uh, I don't think I have yet. I think we've talked about the idea of renting a theater uh, and possibly, you know, that being um, the way to see a movie with people so that down. you know are vaccinated and the safest possible scenario. So we'll table that. We'll see. We'll it. see. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. Let's think crickets. Yeah. crickets. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm insert down. insert sound effect, John. Post production <laughs> note. And Ronald, can you put in like since you're doing the video part, can you put in like actual like critic crickets like CGI like crickets jumping around jumping the around? screen? <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, just replace Lauren with a cricket. <laughs> Don't do that, please, please. Don't, Don't like, do that. Anyway, It'd be like poor poor Deb in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Four. <clears throat> yeah, right. Oh yeah. Okay, we won't. <laughs> we wouldn't do that. Not to our, not to our, I'll say it. Everyone else on the show, suck it. Our favorite guest. <laughs> yeah. The most, the most, uh, what, what would you call I got, I, I always think of it like SNL, like I'm hosting. Um, like I've been the most visited, most visiting guest of movies. Yeah, you're like the, um, the most prominent timers club that they had on there where it was like the, yeah, the, I need a jacket, yeah. like a member's only jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Something. We'll, we'll get that, we'll get that order for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 Thanks. Cool. Cool. I expect it, friend. Do, do you want your name on the back, or is there like a cool nickname you want emblazoned on the back? I don't. You know what? I'll let you guys honor me in whatever way you feel is appropriate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. So it better be good. Implied. <laughs> don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see you soon, Lauren. Thanks so much for making time for Thanks, this. Thanks, Lauren. And all the Thank all the so appearances. You're welcome. You. I just hit. Okay. I'm, I'm like technologically. <laughs> should I just? You hit just, lay, you yeah. just lay the phone down. <laughs> And then there were three, just us. Mm. No more Zoom calls to wait there for. There it is, guys. That was fun. Yeah. That's so fun. that's it, right? We we don't have anything else to cover. This is the end of the episode. It was a pleasure. That's it. Let's see, guys. <laughs> Wait no, a minute. That's where you put the red record straight. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll use it a couple times. Yeah. We got to talk um, about our picks. Um, yeah. Did either of you have a particularly hard time with this, or did something like jump to your mind and you kind of stuck with it? Because for me, it was almost like an easy choice, but I did 
I did run that choice up against as many things as I could possibly find. But there was yeah. one one movie and one show, and I honestly, I, I I still in the back of my mind, I don't know which one I'm I'm putting as the top. But yeah. it, I'm down to one movie and one show that is easy for me to say I feel good about. What, what about yeah. you guys? It was. It was so I'm trying to commit. I'm 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 struggling right now, even speaking with you guys about it. I'm trying to go with the first thing that came to my mind because I feel like it made the it, it the impression that it made was so great that it's the first thing I thought of. And it may surprise you guys. I don't know, maybe not, but I did do a bit of due diligence in like, you know, I'm very particular, very anal every year doing the top 10 list. I keep collections on my Plex server for every year's top 10 list. So I did go back and like kind of browse the last 10 years to make sure that I was considering everything and, and did what you said, John, like kind of putting a couple things on a list. And I, I did make like a list, like a 10 list of the decade. And, uh, you know, and still it kind of kept rising to the top, mainly because of the way I felt walking out of the theater and also just like the prominence that this movie has in conversations that I have. But yeah, I don't know. It, it definitely was like a gut, a gut check for me. And it was like, I'm going to go with my first instinct. What about you, Ronald? Yeah, I mean, mine mine is sentimental. It's connected to us. And then it, and I've watched this movie definitely over 10 times, hands yeah. down. It, it is it is distinctly it, it kept popping up in my mind. And yeah, I think it, I think it's. Yeah. The, yeah. It's 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 been in my head since we first had the conversation. You know, we didn't do our top ten of the year this year. I feel like it's mm. therefore it's been a while since we've had this weird sweaty feeling of like, yeah. Uh, so my pick is um, I feel I feel pretty good about, it. but it's like there's a certain <laughs> yeah. kind of don't get this wrong feeling, which yeah, of course yeah, is yeah, absurd yeah. Right. because we can come come back on our very next episode and say, you know what else is good, and it's <laughs> it's got equal weight. It erases everything. But yeah. this is this is yeah, I've kind of the same thing. I'll just double back and say this is one that I I have never I in the several years since I've seen it, I have never come up with a reason why I wouldn't name it as my favorite movie of the last 10 years, you mm. know, and I think that's a big thing. So who wants to who wants to throw one out? Do you guys have a feeling about what the other ones? I really don't have a feeling about what you guys would say. I, I thought mm. about it and I was like, you seem like you might be just as likely to pull something small that really stayed with you as you would be to point to something that you were just awed by in the moment of seeing it. Right, so right, right, right. it's tough to know. I don't know. Do you have a feeling about, about what the uh, rest of us might say? Small. I have a hunch. Yeah. Well, mentally Steve note that hunch so you can say, I got it. You know, you can say, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> John, why don't, why don't you start, man? Why don't you kick it All off? All right. So our, we're, we're not going to, I'm not going to rose you by picking more than one thing. <laughs> Episode 300 marks the change from being um, Walker to being Rosed. I might say that if I were to pick the TV show that I would have named, it'd be very easy to dig into my past sure. recommendations and sure. podcasts I may have put out and yeah. determine what it might have been. But um, 2016, written and directed by a person already mentioned, the one and only Taika Waititi, Hunt for the Wilder People, um, is... One of those movies, I want to call it a perfect movie. I heard someone say a while back, a, a, flaw, a perfect movie is not a movie without flaws. It's a movie whose flaws you're willing to look past to appreciate everything else about it. And I really feel like whatever you might point to about this movie, you know, little rhythmic tonal things, I've seen people hang in there with it. I've seen people only thought it was okay. But right. I feel like it's so true and it's got so much heart and it's got so much humor and it's an adventure and it's got this right. great cast and it has <clears throat> even a song that sticks with me uh, that is like original to the movie, the Ricky Baker Happy Birthday song. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's even got a great director cameo in a very funny scene. Um, no, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's, it's like, I went to go see this movie with my son when he was, 
uh, well, 2016 it came out, so that would have been... So he was like nine or something, nine or ten. This was like an early kind of hard PG-13 sort of experience for him in the movie theater. And it was also maybe the first time I went to take him to something that was not a a big animated movie or a big summer movie type movie. This was a this was yeah. a little bit for him kind of a grown-up movie so to speak or a coming of age movie or something and he loved the shit out of it. And it That's was so, so fun so and so great. That was actually like shortly before he and I went on a road trip together and it just had this feeling of like I was so glad we saw that movie before we went on that trip because it would totally put us in that mindset and he was, you know, I don't know. So I have a lot of personal feelings towards it for that reason, but yeah, um, yeah all the thing I, things I said about why it's good it just is one of those movies. And I kind of feel like it's one of those movies you can recommend to someone and almost bank on them enjoying it. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but um, I just think it's like a, it's got heart and warmth and positivity and you care about the characters. Um, and it's got that YTT humor. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I've, I kind of want to finish this podcast and go watch it again right now. I, 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 I know, right? It. It's yeah. such a feel good movie. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's it. Crickets. Great cool. pick, John. I love that movie. Um, Taika Waititi is legitimately one of my favorite creators. Uh, one of the best TED Talks I've ever seen in my human existence. Great fashion yeah. sense. Uh, He's amazing. Yeah, great fashion sense. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. That's He's one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. He is. In every he sense is. of the word. He is. Um, yeah. And he keeps making things that that make me reevaluate what I know. Like, I'm like, okay, I saw the preview for <sighs> Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, okay, this can't be that different than anything I've ever watched. And then you watch it and it's it totally yeah. different. It has a sensibility. So yeah, I like that. Um, I, <laughs> my, my pick is, is like a, a emotional pick, but also like something that fucked my world up. Steve and I went to a screener downtown to see a movie called drive had no idea anything about it um it 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 was just a poster it was it felt like fast and the furious in fact somebody sued because they (laughs) thought that it was supposed to be like fast and the furious sued the studio and i watched it and it it messed me up like it 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 did a couple of things like um right around that time i'd started doing stand-up pretty heavily right and uh when i first started I was very fast. I was like, all right, bye. And I'd leave. Right. And I remember somebody said to me, you gotta let stuff breathe. I had never, I didn't understand what that meant until I saw somebody that took their time on stage. And this movie did it in a way that I, that was like right in the same time that I was trying to develop an idea of, of kind of letting things breathe, being in the moment and drive, told a story that didn't have a ton of words in it that that did more showing than telling and i thought that was so incredible and the soundtrack is out of this world i still listen to the soundtrack um every couple weeks i still listen to a real hero uh one of the main songs from the uh, soundtrack so uh drive and the experience of seeing it with you had a pretty profound effect on my life and uh yeah it's and I, I would I would add for seeing that movie with you, I can attest like I, I feel like I look a little bit more into some of these movies than you do when we go see them, like in yeah. terms of like production and who's is about whatever. Right, right, right. So like that was a really amazing uh, movie to see with you because that was right at the beginning of this podcast starting. That was early days. And um, 
it was a situation where there was like us and like maybe two other people. Like there was yeah. not many people there in a small theater downtown. And I do vividly recall you just coming out of that movie, just really like trying to understand like how you like <laughs> felt about it in a positive way. Yeah. Like, cause you went in like, yeah, I'll come with you. Like, let's go check it out. And you just completely were just like, I don't even just struck by it. Like you were talking yeah. about it nonstop. And even that episode of the podcast, yeah, in an earlier one of movie movie. I don't know which one it is specifically, but we talk about it. Um, yeah. You know, go back and listen to that and like how just like passionate you were about that then is just like, it's cool to hear you say that. Yeah. yeah drive, man. Have I'm you gonna, watched I'm it recently? Watch, uh, I watched it like right before the... No. So I, I always watch the first scene. So like yeah. I watched the first scene pretty consistently. Like every couple months I watch it. The whole movie I haven't watched in a while. Not not because it's a bad movie, but because like, you know, some of the parts that happen always make me sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some some of it's hard to watch. <laughs> some of it's hard to watch. I think it's but, fun um, to watch Oscar Isaac in that movie now. I, that's yeah, what I'm getting at is like the, the you people kind of forget the cast of that movie. Like you have so you have Brian good. Cranston, you have Oscar Isaac. Albert Brooks is amazing. Al, in the Albert movie. Brooks, like in yeah. some ways, is like the revelation of the movie in a way. He really is, and. Yeah. Christina Hendricks, like everybody in the movie, Ron Perlman, it's just like it gets lost how great the cast is, or or at least forgotten, overshadowed by other things about the movie. But um, yeah, man, Drive is amazing. Great pick. I wish I felt the same about his movie's past drive. And the one thing his podcast yeah. is told us. <laughs> only God <laughs> forgives. Thing, People should go back and find the Only God Forgives episode because that was, I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's an all-timer, guys. Yeah. It's an all-timer. Steve the was mad. The movie. Steve came yeah. in hot. <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> and you know why, though, man? Because you come off something like Drive and like Ronald's describing and that experience with him. And I loved it just as much as he's saying. Yeah. And that was just not the movie I wanted to see. But yeah, um, yeah great. There's pick, this. There's this there's this line from one of my favorite shows of all time, Bored to Death on HBO. And uh, one of the characters says, we enthrall and we disappoint. And that describes Nicholas Winding Refn like to a T. He, he, he enthralled us with this movie and he has been disappointing us ever since. <laughs> it sucks, man. It sucks. I want to finish his Amazon show. That was also very crazy. Which one is that? The uh oh 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 with Miles Teller, yeah yeah yeah. I never watched that. It it is gorgeous, and I've I heard I've heard that it. I've heard that, and most of his movies are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Most of his movies are. Miles Teller enthralled and then disappointed too. So they they're a good uh, <laughs> they paired up <laughs> nicely. A good pair. <clears throat> All right, Steve, let's hear it. So guys, first the first movie that comes to my mind, mm-hmm. if I think mm-hmm. about, so I'm gonna lead up a little bit. The past decade. Take us back. Take us back. The past decade. If I'm being honest with myself, thinking about filmmakers, thinking about directors, we talk a lot about filmmakers on this podcast and what they mean to us and the impact that they make and the kind of possibly even being in early days of a filmmaker that will go down as being one of the greatest possibly, depending how the rest mm. of his career plays out. You know, I'm a huge fan of Spielberg, Scorsese. We all love these filmmakers. But there's a filmmaker that came in my sight in 2013 and made a movie called Prisoners. And Denis Mm. Villeneuve has slowly and steadily become one of my favorite filmmakers um, of the past decade. If I look at my list that we keep talking about, there's actually four of his films are like 
in conversation in 10 years as being possibly one of my favorite movies of the last decade. You know, he's made Sicario, which we've all loved. He's made Arrival, which is probably one of the movies that gave my choice the biggest run for its money. And even Blade Runner 2049, however you feel about it, I love that movie. But the first conversation we had about best movie of the decade, the first movie that came to my mind was 2013's Prisoners. And it was my first introduction to him. I went back and saw his uh, incendiaries film once I saw Prisoners. But this movie blew me away when I saw it. I had such an emotional reaction to this movie. And I'm not talking endgame reaction. I'm not talking like rooting, excitement, you know, that kind of emotion. You're talking about a movie where two girls get kidnapped and the parents and the desperation and the sacrifice that they're basically trying to go through to find these kids. And you cast some of my favorite actors. You cast Hugh Jackman. You cast Jake Gyllenhaal. You cast Viola Davis, who has gone on to be one of the best actresses of the last decade in this movie. People forget she's in this, and she's phenomenal in the movie Mm. in a smaller role. You have Paul Dano. You have Melissa Leo. You have David Mastucci. David Mass. How do you say his last name? Mastuchian. Oh, oh, uh, it's like, is it that, like, that, that's Mal Shane or something? I mean, that, that's, that's Mal Shane. I, I, I know, you know, you know the guy. We'll just, you know the guy. We'll, we'll he's learn in the by our next squad. episode. But by, yeah. by episode 301, we'll be pronouncing his name properly. But he's yeah, a great I, character. I always try, he's he's I, one I of those ultimate that it, guys. I always try to say it right. And I even follow him and I've heard him say it. It's like da- Das Muchian or something yeah, like that. Das Muchian. Anyway, right. let's he's just say also that. In it. Yeah. The bottom line is the movie has a great cast. We talk about casting and drive and, you know, it's an ensemble, but really, like it comes down to Gyllenhaal, it comes down to Hugh Jackman, and it comes down to Paul Dano. And there are layers of this movie that just slowly peel away the characterization of these parents, of these fathers, which I was not one at the time. And, you know, my brother had had a son by that point, and Lauren and Brian were actually at the point of, of trying to have a child at first. And, you know, the context of a child to me, like, obviously I understood the weight of it, but I could not relate to it. So in years since that, when I've seen this movie, which it's kind of weird, I don't know what it says about me that I've watched this movie multiple times because it is a very hard movie to watch. No, I, I, me too. It's, but it's so satisfying. It's so good. It's just like, it's, it really is. Um, and there's some just amazing scenes in the movie, you know, like the, the bathroom scene with Hugh Jackman and Paul Dano, where he's basically torturing this guy. Um, his commitment to who he thinks is responsible for this uh, kidnapping. And, um, you know, I don't know, just the 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 characterization, the the way that it tears apart a person, uh, their connections to the people that they love the most, and ultimately, like, how you can kind of come to terms or, or you know, feel about the possibility of never seeing your child again, which in years since has obviously changed my world, uh, having two kids now. And even when I had my daughter, like, or when we had our daughter, like watching the movie after she was born, like completely rocked me in a different way. So, you know, this movie is something that always comes up when I talk about some of my favorite movies ever. I would even say it's in the conversation forever for me, mm-hmm. not even just decade, because oh, wow. um, it just seems like a perfect storm. And it's also that idea of like, this is the first movie that I saw from Denis. And I do think he is a filmmaker that has one of the most consistent track records of of mainstream releases and also just like of the past decade from when this podcast has been around so um and we've represented him very well um you know in the years that his movies are released you know for prisoners arrival and sicario those three movies were number one for me in their respective years and Mm -hmm. blade runner 2049 was still in my top 10 um it's just 
nothing comes close to that filmmaker for the decade. And honestly, for movies, I really, as much as I love movies, like some of our guests have said, Get Out is a, is a movie that came to mind. Endgame, obviously, we've talked about ton, tons on this podcast. And even Lauren, like Wolf of Wall Street, everything that's been talked about have been such amazing movies and, and mm. definitely popped in my mind. But there has not been a movie this decade that has completely just shook me like Prisoners did when I first saw it. And even the closing shot with, the, you know, the way the movie stops and you just really don't know how it ends. Yeah. Um, you have feelings about how you think it ends. And I just think it's a powerhouse movie with great performances all around. Also shot by Roger Deakins, who frequently works with Villeneuve, nominated for an Oscar for cinematography, didn't win. But just a perfect movie in my eyes and definitely my pick for the best movie that this podcast has been around. So last decade. Well, that, that, I mean, it's the it's the schmovie era of movies. Now, yeah. I just want to tell you, I love our, our top three. Our top three is amazing. Our I love that. Great. Beat. Okay. So it yeah. is the best representation of this podcast. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like it is perfect. Seriously. I mean, even though yeah. uh, Vending Refn didn't necessarily turn out to be one of our guys in that sense, Drive yeah. as a movie really does mark this era of movies it in does. a way that's really Absolutely. interesting. And the style yeah. and even Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Like there's yeah. so many aspects of that movie that have kind of become viral in a sense since that An iconic. movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's a lot to do with style, and it's a lot to do with vision, and it is it is. I mean, he may be the kind of director who will really impress us again someday. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah. And then you add to that the you know you, a, a YTT pick and a Villeneuve pick. I mean, it's yeah, it couldn't be more yeah. schmovie. We gave you guys. Yeah. This is one of the best episodes of movie schmovie ever. I think it's one of the <laughs> most schmoviest episodes yeah. for yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's pretty yeah. movie. It's movie. It's movieish and schmovieish. This episode, I, I hope. It, I hope people. It's a perfect amount of movie, but an excessive amount of schmovie. <laughs> right, which I think is kind of our, our guarantee. <laughs> That's what you guys want, so we gave it to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, Proud of us. this has been awesome. I mean, I, I don't yeah, just mean this episode. Great time, I mean, this time I've always been a movie nut. I remember sitting in the back of the Apple Apple Store, hearing that you guys had a podcast, and hearing you guys talk about it, and kind of being jealous in a weird way of like, oh, that sounds like so much fun, you know? Because I was more than anybody I knew at that point, I was into podcasts and I listened to them, yeah, and I knew how much yeah. fun that could be at like a conversation show where everybody sort of shows up, having done their homework and ready to have a real conversation, not just about the the movie, but about the culture around it and the story behind yeah. it. I can't think of anyone else I would trust necessarily. I mean, there's a very short list of people that, and most of them have been on this episode, that I also <laughs> think take it that seriously and would approach an episode of this with the same like lightness. Like we come in not knowing what, what we're going to laugh about, but we also yeah, really, yeah, yeah. We really uh, try to know our shit and try to fill in the holes that the other guys might leave open and stuff. And I just think like Brandon earlier was talking about a band. Yeah. This is a band. It really and is. And we've kept the band yeah. together for 10 years. So, yeah. I mean, that's not nothing. Us, that's not nothing, guys. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Let's keep it going for another 300. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. We've Let's we've guaranteed it. we'll at least go through 350. We we've discussed that that we at, on episode 175 someone said that we we might be halfway done. And now yeah. the fact that that's actually in reach, we're going to have to actually decide what happens. It's all it's all canon, John, so yeah. it's got to happen. Yeah. So the countdown begins now. Will Movie Schmovie do 50 more episodes or will they break their promise and make more? <laughs> <laughs> That's when they all unsubscribe, the yeah. seven people. Yeah. They're like, fuck, this. like, fuck these guys. I'm I can't out. trust them anymore. <laughs> Nothing they didn't, they didn't tell me the truth. <laughs> Damn liars. That'd be like finding out the guys on Mount Rushmore were racist assholes. What a thought. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy that we, we were able to achieve this, man. 
Yeah, yeah. good times. It does. It does. Uh, this last week, I've been like listening. I went back and like grabbed a couple. I listened to like fifteen episodes of like really? the first ten of us, and like the first five or ten of or six of when John joined, and it's just it's just crazy, man. Like I, like I have vivid memories of like recording stuff, like at, you know the first time we went to John's, and like you know even going into your at your house, Ronald, and sitting on chairs that were like about to fall apart, and like yes. little like pop up chairs and. <laughs> Just coming over to my house, like I lived with my parents still, as you did, but like just in my bedroom, just sitting up there and just recording for not really knowing what we were doing, but just literally talking. And that's been the joy of this podcast is just like, it's a lot more streamlined now. And this year has definitely taught us a lot about how to be efficient with our time and with this podcast time. Um, and how much we value it and how much it's yeah, like absolutely if, absolutely you know, that i've I, I even even my wife uh as my wife as much my as wife. i joke about her going oh boy he's talking about movies again like she totally yeah. gives me space for this she Gets knows yeah, she knows yeah. how sane it keeps me and she yeah. and she loves you guys yeah. too so yeah yeah man good a good run guys let's <laughs> keep it guy. going um again thank you to all the guests that came back to spend a little bit of time with us uh we love you guys yeah. we thank you all for for the time you spent with us over the 10 years but especially the time you brought back um today to kind of hang out and kind of go over what 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 you remembered and you picked as the first i mean of the movie uh your pick for number one of the last 10 years um but that's just like a you know motivation to get them all back on the podcast in the next year hopefully they'll make it into one of those 50 that we have left fingers crossed guys (laughs) yeah i know fingers crossed (laughs) um what do you guys have anything else you want to add or are we are we good or what's up no, I think yeah, that's. I'm, I'm good, man. I think that's it for for the last ten years. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We'll just wrap it up with a www.movieshmovie.com, guys. dot com. Follow us there. You can go there and find any podcast uh, platform you want, and we're there. We've managed to do that over ten years mm-hmm. to get on every platform, basically. Yeah, no, no, literally. I think we are there. We've yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah. We've and we've done. got a nice little site where you can go and find us. We're on Facebook, all the social medias. Dot com slash movie schmovie. Find the uh, the YouTube channel, which is where this video. If you're watching, thank you subscribe hit the bell so you get alerts when these episodes come out if you'd rather watch them on youtube um or uh the special series that we do called marvel Schmarvel that just started a couple months ago that we'll keep doing as marvel keeps putting stuff out which won't stop ever so that'll yeah. keep going and uh you know for 10 years you guys you've made our day thanks Bye. you've made our decade 